Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Hands of Love, Bellicom, Sam, Two Steps on the Water, Burns, and Ellie, Shoes Thrown in a Lake, Sparrow. <laughs> Aww, are we Kate Bush special today? Apparently. I don't know what Kate Bush Aww. has to do with the number 180. I could have gone with a series of darts-themed ones, um, but mm. apparently just, like, <laughs> nope, didn't occur to me today. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> the Hands of Love are calling for you to take your shoes off and hurl them in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kate Bush. And Kate Bush loves you. It, much as um, Heathcliff loves Kathy, or or is it Kathy loves Heathcliff? I don't know. There's I never I've never actually read Wuthering Heights. Um, they both love each other, but they don't have a good time doing it. Yeah, uh, fair. Did I summarize Wuthering Heights right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right to me. Speaking. Of summaries, it's time for us to ask Future Us to summarize the uh, what uh, messages they have from the present. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Sorry. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. I might just leave that in. <laughs> It's time to begin <laughs> Flintlocks and Fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have, after much ado, made their way uh, even further into the Cirrus Citadel, the long-lost sanctuary of sorcerers. After an extensive uh, reckoning with the Shaper of Will, the party had the opportunity to rest while telling stories around a campfire 
at the behest of Mnemosyne, the poet, uh, in his guise as, or in his incarnation, I should say, as Erden, the uh, hobgoblin husband of the great Khan, uh, Borte. Having told these tales and won trophies, mementos, uh, of the truths they spoke, the party step into the bright light of a gateway. And as the light fades, you find yourselves... Let's go with... As the light fades, you find yourselves uh, splashed with cold water, harsh salt spray uh, in uh, against your faces, the tang of the sea uh, in uh, assaulting your nostrils, and uh, and the chilling cold of uh, high water wind and rain. Uh, you blink for a moment and realize you are upon a ship. Uh, this, and, and it is a ship, albeit perhaps a ship of older make, not smaller than the Kraken's Bane, uh, but by no means but by no means uh, a, you know, a comfortable little rowboat. Rather, the five of you excluding pets uh, find yourselves uh, on the... There's so many of us. So, <laughs> so many of you. So many. Uh, on, Just collecting people at this point. Yeah, on the deck of a... You think it might be oh, some sort of, uh, of early cog, perhaps? Hmm. Um, certainly a an ocean-worthy ship, but much small, uh, but smaller than the Kraken's Bane, and in much worse shape. Uh, hmm. the uh, the wood, the timbers are rotten, uh, cracked, and splintering. Uh, the ship does not yet have so many holes in it that it's uh, sinking, but the uh, but whoever owned this vessel uh, has either not taken good care of it, or has been absent for it long enough that it is a wonder uh, that the elements have not sunk it. Well, this is uh, both reassuring and deeply um, upsetting. Yeah, frightening. Yes, the sea, rather than I mean the law bearer or something. Like sure, uh, if it's if it's not the sea, this is taking the piss, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Um, It would be something of a red herring. Yes, a heavy crash of a wave strikes the side of the boat, uh, threatening to send you all. Uh, into the water. Right. Do we need to um, stop the boat sinking, perchance? Yes, I let's, think that um, might be a good idea. Um, so let's, start let's get the rigging down. Get the rigging down. Yeah, um, victory. 
Yeah. Is there anything you could do to with you like weather's your thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, actually. Hold up. Uh, let me see what I've uh, what I can do. She look uh, kind of sniffs the air, looks around at the um, environment, uh, looks around at the sky, and you kind of see her raise her her hands up towards the. Uh, towards the sky uh, and focus for a moment. Okay. Uh, I can do a little bit to stabilize uh, to stabilize the water around us. Um, does Victory have control weather? I I think deliberately she does not. Uh, right fair. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, fair. Because. <laughs> I'm pretty sure control weather is a real powerful one. Uh, eighth level, I think. Mm, yeah, eighth really level. Powerful, yeah. yeah, she does not. Yeah, uh, she's not currently have earthquake instead. Yeah, control weather. Um, so yeah, like uh, I could generate a gust of wind, maybe, or I could. I think uh, that or, we've already got plenty of. Okay, in which case I can try and stabilise the waters around uh, the ship a little. Uh, I mean, that that might help. She... Just give us a bit of space to do some repairs. Yeah, she kind of focuses for a moment and raises her arms with the air, the winds sort of swirl up around her, uh, the water of the rain kind of twisting around her in in like a, almost like like a little circular uh, whirlwind or water spout before she steps forward, grips hold of the bow of the ship and you see a ripple or a pulse spread out uh, into the waves immediately around. The... It doesn't stop the tidal waves, but... In the area immediately around the ship, they lessen, uh, weaken, and after a f- uh, and after a few moments, begin to stabilize and then push the ship uh, forwards. Hmm. Um, shall I try just like doing a bit of repair and stuff? Yeah. Um... Yeah, that'd be good. There's only um, uh, so much to repair on um, uh, square masted ships like this. Um, I mean, there's some holes they could do with. Yeah, the uh, deal with them gonna... first. We'll try and get us. I was going to ask him. Um, does it feel like there's like actual holes in the ship? Like, like, is there water coming in? Like, what are we, what are we talking? So, I, I have like a weird sideways idea if there is, but like, um, yeah. so I would say that there is, there are not massive holes in the ship, cool. but the timbers are certainly uh, leaking more water in in places than you would like. Right, it's one of those ones where you suspect it'll need, you'll need to. Uh, you'll need to dump build water a few times, uh, like, you know, once... Yeah, at least a few times every hour. Is it one of those ones where it's going to be hard to, like, find where the fault is? Because I feel like if there's a certain amount of water, hmm. it would be kind of hard to 
like figure out where the actual hole is. Yeah, there's is, no... is there enough water for it to be like that, or is it like we can completely tell where all the holes are? No, it's like that. It's not that there yeah, is no like idea. even necessarily <laughs> damage per se. It's more like in places the tar that's used to seal up the yeah. ship has worn through right. and little bits of water are leaking through the through the through the gaps. I have a thing. Oh. Okay. Um fairy yeah. fire would be really great for working out where holes are in a ship, right? Because yeah. it outlines everything in glowing light. <laughs> so surely it would be a bit easier to see where a hole is in a ship, right? Brilliant idea, do it. Right, okay, hang on. How do I, how do, I do this? What, get the guitar off my back, like, fiddle with it. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to pick a bit of the ship that looks holy. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to do fairy fire on it. Um, 20 foot cube I've got. Right. So wherever looks most helpful in terms of A, holes, and B, what I can get in a 20 foot cube. Um, <laughs> you kind of scramble down to like da- down into the hold, um, pick an area uh, as best you can and focus uh, uh, and focus on it. Uh, with the twang of the guitar, uh, a pulse of little uh, of little twinkly purple light okay. outlines it and indeed it is a little more concentrated in the areas where the uh, where the uh, uh, where more of the damage uh, exists so i'm going to say that uh with kind of with all of you working together uh you are able to make some headway into plugging up the worst of the holes uh, I was gonna do an advanced mending on it if there's a spot where it's there's enough to do it. Yeah. So and with the use of fairy fire, you are able to identify points yeah. um, where I don't mind dropping more than one of those if that is helpful. Uh, um, what level spells it? Uh, it's first level. Yeah, I'm gonna say the. Yeah, first level twenty foot cube. Okay. And I can do it within sixty feet of myself. The. Uh... Yeah, and you can't like level it up. So. No, it's fine. Uh, can you roll? Can you roll a, a luck check for me, please? A luck check. And um, that's a ten. Okay. Uh, you need. To, it takes you half an hour uh, to 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 uh, of identifying uh, places to repair. So you will use up three level one spells. Um, it's up to one minute. So. <laughs> oh, okay. It's up to one minute. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Fair enough. A lot of things. You only need to do it. I would say, however, though, it takes about ten minutes of of repair work to do, uh, like in each area. Mm. And but you highlight the where needs repairing, Mm. and then after about ten minutes of scamp doing advanced mending, you pick another area. So we'll say I did three first level. So it costs you three first level spells. Uh, Causin, what are you doing during this? Victory is just focusing on stabilizing water. But how long yeah. she has to do this for will depend on what you get up to. If the sails are intact and the rudder still is, I think it might be a good idea to uh, use both in order to get us folk, uh, like facing into the tidal waves so that we're like cresting above them rather than having them hitting us side on. Okay. Uh, can I ask... Would this be sailoring? This is sailoring, please. Right, cool. Okay, that is a 22. 
Okay. The good news is that you are a like with it with a twenty-two. That's very successful. You are able to get the uh, uh, to get the ship underway. Actually, sorry, I'm going to ask you to roll that again because this is with disadvantage due to the fact that okay. this ship is like really near like a skeleton crew for this ship really is more like 30 people so you are massively right. under uh, you are massively underhanded uh, even with uh, uh, even with Shanty and the, what dubious help Jeffrey can provide uh, <laughs> Jeffrey helping. okay with disadvantage that's an 11 okay um, with an 11 then uh, that is not as good I'm going to say it does take you half an hour to get the ship uh, kind of uh, 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 underway part of that is the difficulty of trying to get uh, like you know get uh, get the ship as ready as it can like with functionally like three pairs of hands because you can you can grab Celestia for some of it uh, when she's not helping Scamp but Scamp is on repair duty um, so it's really you <laughs> and I'm popping up and down the stairs if we're going on the like I find it and then I leave them to fix yeah. for a minute so I'm not going to be there solidly <laughs> uh, you you, uh, you Celestia and let's find out if Shanti has any ref- has any aptitude and uh, Shanti has no, apparently, has no aptitude on a ship. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> or at least not on this kind of ship. Uh, so, no aptitude on uh, medieval sailing ships. Apparently, whatever kind of. She mentioned working on a ship, whatever kind of ship it was. She was Might either. Have had a motor or something. Either, yeah. I mean, it could have been a cruise ship for all we know. <laughs> oh, God, it could have been the entertainment on a cruise ship. She We've might have been a cork. That is my head, Gannon. Um, but the point is, she is, she is an untrained pair of hands helping you out here. Right. Um, so. You can really only manage this because Victory is stabilising the ship and helping guide it. So it does take you half an hour, and thus, importantly for Victory, three castings of control water uh, in order to get the ship underway and cutting in a, uh, and sailing in a direction that means you're not being uh, under constant threat of being overtaken by the tides. However, with half an hour of work um, and the expenditure of a certain amount of magic, you are able to stabilize the ship and take some stock of your surroundings. All right, well done, everybody. That wasn't easy. No, it wasn't, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right, so... Good um, ending. Well done. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that... yeah, I've. Uh, oh, um, never. I felt like I was. Hold up. Let's just find this out. Yeah, like the uh, the ship I was on before. Nothing like this, and I worked as a cook. Oh, that's right. pretty okay, reasonable, yeah, that's... darling. Don't you worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Right. Okay. So, Are you any um... good as a cook? 
Pretty good, actually, yeah. yeah. Cracking. Good to know. Yeah, if you fancy making dinner, let us know. At least know. I, I remember being good. I guess I'll find out. Mm. Um, I should introduce you to um, our friend, Belle. If you're excitingly bad, that will also be fun. Um, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be cooking anything here, though, because uh, there are no supplies on this ship. Mm, nothing. Exciting. Oh, good. Cool. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, thanks for checking. Um, right. Okay, I, I have a question. Which way are we going? Like, do we see that anything? Way. No, but do we Would see I land? Know? Do we see... Mm. Uh, like, what? what's our destination, folks? That is an excellent question. Uh, if Presumably like... I would have a compass in my navigator's tools, but has it worked anything like I would have expected to? Now, this is a fun part. Uh, by and large, you're th- while travelling through the uh, Sirius Citadel, your compass has either not moved much at all or sometimes pointed in weird ways like spun in strange directions or like pointed just or like not done anything until you've passed like like low like very very obviously uh iron, magnetized iron objects uh right, yeah. here however it does appear to point uh, towards a what you guess is a true north or the equivalent of here. Um, and, because you thought to look for that, you can see faintly something in the distance. Peering out, the first thing you do notice is that the storm is ever-present. Um, the, the sea seems to stretch out in every direction, but not completely. Uh, but it's not utterly featureless ocean. Um, can I ask for another sailor, a navigation check from you, Corson? Because you, sure, absolutely, you're, you're the one most likely to notice this. I uh, give him a little like say, uh, shoulder shake. Inspiration for you. Excellent. That's D twelve. Cool. Um, I was going to say, I was, I was going to use my spyglass actually as a spyglass to see anything, yeah. but, um... Okay, with the navigator's tools, that is, uh, that is 22. Okay. Um, so the first thing you notice is that much like the first wing of the Cirrus Citadel you visited, um, some days ago, Unfortunately, you were you think you were about three days in, at about the point you went to you visited Phoebe the seer, um, mm. and you kind of started to lose a bit of track of time when you went through different time zones, uh, like the different time periods. Uh, you think you were probably at Chronos, yeah, with the Reaper of Time for a few hours but you it's genuine you genuinely have no idea how long you spent with the shaper of will at this point <laughs> no Blast it could have been a night it could have been a night and a day you could have been there a week like you don't know um by your by making a generous estimate uh, or a hopeful one 
you would guess, four or five days ago when you entered the uh, Sirius Citadel and you, and you saw the sort of sandy domain of, uh, well, sandy, Tethys, the storm, um, you noticed that the horizon didn't seem to work the same way. The same is true here. You normally, at about the height you're at now, you mm-hmm. could see... I want to say like fire yeah if you climb all the way to the top of the ship and let's say you do to get a better yeah i'll go up to the uh, the crow's yeah, nest or what passes for one uh very much what passes for one you should be able to see about six miles uh distance uh it'd be eight on the kraken's bane because it's got a higher uh a, yeah. a higher mast you're pretty sure it's more than that. Um, oh, further, like it's flat. Yeah, you're, you're seeing way further. The, the, if anything, the limiter is not so much the curvature of Calcinia, it's atmospheric haze, or in this case, rain. All right, the um, horizon's weird. This is very, very flat. Right. Flatter than it normally would okay. be on the sea. What you can tell, though, is that there are islands. Most of them Ooh. are... Uh, these are not, like, nice sandy beaches. This is... It's more like you're sailing through a storm-tossed version of the Outer Hebrides. Uh, right. You can spot distant uh, crags of uh, black or grey rock with in cases maybe some uh, scraggly grass you would guess clinging to them Um, and you think uh, uh, yeah it's kind of uh, 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 like enough you don't see major land masses but you get the feeling that maybe there is you're going through some sort of chain of islands here Okay, I, I point in that direction and go, Land ho! Well, not much of it, but that, definitely that way. Yeah, it's heading north, <laughs> on a direct heading north. Right, do we think that's where we're going, then? Best bet at well, the moment. Yeah, Cracking. I've got nowhere else to go, might as well. Yeah, let's go for that. Lovely. Victory got a heading, north. then. See if these sails work properly. And I slide back down the uh, the mast. For there is only one on a cog. Indeed. <laughs> uh, with... Uh, victory no longer needing to just stabilize uh, the uh, the waters. You do have another able uh, sailor uh, who can actually assist at this point. Scam, do you think you could? And uh, he points up at the the sails. <laughs> yep. So I'm assuming you want wind rather than fixing there. All right, aren't they? Yeah, wind for now. Yep. So we're hitting a point where we're going to be like a crew of sailors doing sailing, right? Indeed. People need yes. to be... I'm so good at sailing knowledge, despite the fact that this is episode 180. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sailing podcast. But we're all going to be pulling on ropes and doing Indeed. things. yes. And running yes. about being sailors. Mm. Um, we'll be hoisting up the thing it, and manding down the watch sets. Exactly. <laughs> it occurs to me that shanties actually have a fucking purpose, don't they? Oh, they absolutely. Do. Yes, um, they do. 
So, so as I'm pulling the ropes and stuff that needs to be pulled on a ship, <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start in windy weather, boy, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, we're all together, boys, and start up a shanty for help with the rhythm. Indeed, excellent. I'm so shanty will appreciate shanty for shanty. Indeed, and Shanti joins in with a thoroughly average singing voice. <laughs> it's alright, I forgot how to do your keys when I just sang a little bit then. Yeah. <laughs> and I know how to sing, so and You are faintly, fa- like, I, I've, I've slightly lowered the music, but you are fa- slightly fainting against the fine <laughs> yeah. tunes of Mark Van der Mule in the background. Um... Yeah, maybe that's what but, threw me actually. I think yeah. this other music on. Mm. Thank but you once again. It is hard. Mark Fantamilin for letting us use his music. Yes. Um, Thank you very much. So much love. Yes. Uh, the so you set to uh, and begin making your your journey north, always to the north. Um, Here's where where I need to talk mechanics for a minute. Cool. This is a. You are just about able to man uh, to man the ship. It is a grueling task, but you are in a reasonably secure position. If you focus, and this is an. Each person may make this choice individually. If you just focus on keeping the ship going in your, like, forwards, heading north in your direction, and uh, not <laughs> not rocking the boat, as it were, not trying hmm. to do anything super strenuous beyond that, you will not suffer any penalties. If you take extraordinary action to do a thing, um, such as anything that uh, results in me asking you to do a skill, ch- uh, like a skill check, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to a degree, uh, or at least a significant one, if you go out of your way uh, or take a major action to react to some, some sort of crisis, the impact of the driving wind and rain the cold and your exertion exertions will inflict a level of exhaustion on you regardless of whether you are successful or not cool in your attempt okay like the act of acting of actually make, taking taking an action will cost you a level of exhaustion. Cool, because this Uh, is fucking tiring. Yes, this is genuinely one of the worst storms you have ever made it through that has not been like an active... It's not... It's The storm itself, at this particular moment, does not feel like it's actively about to sink your ship, but if you let go of your... uh, uh, And you can just about keep it going... But anything more than this will tax you and hard. Cool. 
I will let you know when those moments begin. I may ask you for like lesser skill checks as you go, uh, but I but I will warn you if you are about to take an action. If it's significant enough. A, a significant action. <laughs> Thank you. That's very helpful, actually. So yeah. Uh, can I please ask each of you? This is not significant. To uh, make your choice of perception, um, oh, let's see, perception, uh, I guess athletics. <laughs> Or Lol. <laughs> luck. Oh god. Perception, <laughs> athletics, or so luck. what you're saying is, do I want a zero modifier, a minus one modifier, or a zero modifier? <laughs> I'll go perception. Um, hilariously, I'm going perception these days, actually. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to go for luck, because sod it. Is it based <laughs> This is side based Okay. I'm not strong and I'm not perceptive. Let's oh. find out if I'm lucky. 19 perception. 19 also. Hmm. Oh, 15 luck. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I need to put some proficiency in some things. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> <laughs> After some... You think about... Okay, so... Your luck holds in terms of the storm for the better part of six hours. Whoa, we're tired. Yeah. You, the good news is that you all got the benefits of a long rest, even though one didn't exactly happen, thanks to the mm. strange way time was passing in the storyteller's realm. Do I need to be sustaining wind for this whole time? You do not. Uh, in okay. fact, I will say that after the one casting... Uh, to get them going. It lasts four hours. Yeah. The winter are, passes is what you're saying. Uh, you are able <laughs> to... Yeah, you, your luck holds out and you are able to gain... Uh, uh, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to catch just light attack and take advantage of the, of the winds uh, from therein. So you still make good for, uh, way forwards. Uh, you are... You manage, uh, you take a little bit of time, like, working in shifts to all eat a little something during this time, but it is, you do not have any opportunities for a short rest. Okay. However, as you go from hour five into hour six, uh, the storm swells. Uh, you find the winds growing higher. Um, the waves growing higher in turn uh, and uh, lightning becomes more frequent and closer the, uh, as the, how, the good news though is that you are not uh, towards the centre of this storm it seems to be passing you by however uh, who got the 19 on perception? Um, both me and Corson, I think <laughs> Both of you uh, spot something. In the... Uh, off to starboard, the uh, some distance away, you can see amidst the thick... Uh, uh, the thicker parts of the rain, where the storm is raging higher, uh, 
another vessel, uh, what looks like another cog, uh, mm. on uh, trying to struggle through the storm with a crack of lightning you see a thunder you see a a bolt of lightning lance down and strike uh, the ship uh, and the glint of fire catching on it as well as the sight of its uh, of its solitary mast coming down uh you have now uh, you see the other uh, the other vessel is uh, now at the, is very much at the mercy of the uh, of the storm. Were they on a parallel course to us? They seem to be heading broadly north. Okay. This is really weird, um, but are there actually people on it? Because it's weird sorcerer land. Mm. Uh, You do see, uh, with a 19, you think you can see figures milling around on the deck. Right. Like, it's hard to see because they are some distance away. Um, What do we do? Do we alter course? Try and help? What's that? Victory Um, calls out, squinting. (laughs) What have you seen? People on a ship. There's another ship out there. It's just just got got hit by lightning. Can we get like a message to them? Just yeah, I might send. What do I say? Um, do you need help? Basically, yes. Um, hey, we're over here. Do you need some help? <laughs> That's not great, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to be an asshole right now. I can't stop myself. Um, hmm. so I gather the rainbow spirit into a hmm. little ball. Um, greetings from. Good ship, Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Devilbud. <laughs> I give you all a giggly, challenging look. Noticed you got struck by lightning a bit. You okay? Need help? Uh, can maybe alter course? Let us know. Bye. <laughs> The rainbow spirit flickers off almost immediately. Just like the first person I can see. Actually, if if any of them look like they're at the wheel, I will Ooh, go for that hell. person. Okay. Because uh... I'd go for like the captain. And yeah, totally. Celestia assumes that the captain's probably at the wheel. Mm, so... <laughs> Reasonable assumption. Um, luck is 11. Cool. You go for what you think might be the captain at the helm. Um... And the rainbow spirit flits away and almost immediately comes back. What? Yes! Maidy! Help! We are sinking! The ship is beyond saving! There's only one lifeboat! The others have been caught in the fire! Please! Send help immediately! Yeah, they're fucked. We've got to go over there. Um, all their, right, li- all all their lifeboats have been fucked up by the lightning. Um, they're bollocks. Um, how many how have we got? Quickly? Do we think they're gonna sink? Uh, that is so. To answer both those questions uh, uh, in order, you have no lifeboats. You have one functioning ship. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, you... They have one more lifeboat than we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The other question is, how long will it take you to get there? Um, and how long will they take them to sink? Oh, how long will it take them to sink? Uh, uh, intelligence check from anyone who wants to make it. Sure. Sure. Or a sailoring check. I'll 30. do sailoring then. <laughs> Not a sailoring check. Natural 20. Uh, hey. Unnatural 20. Dirty mm. 20, if you will. Okay. Dirty, dirty 20. Uh, the, Filthy 20. The 220s, uh, you would say <laughs> it'll take you about... If you tack straight into the like uh, towards them uh, and fight your way through the storm, uh, depending on how quickly you make you can get there, uh, you can you could make it in ten to twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. You reckon the ship is going to uh, the ship is already is already on its way out. It will become unrecoverable. It's going to sink in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Right. Cool. We've got to get there quickly then. (laughs) Better fucking hurry up, haven't we? Do we have the teleportation circle with us? Um, That's a good question. Did you bring it? We don't, do we? I don't think we do. No, you leave the teleportation circle. We leave it in the sending room. Yeah. Oh. Or like, at least no, within proximity yeah. of the sending room. It feels like a million years ago now, but we didn't take it with us when we went to Wayne yeah. Manor initially. No, we didn't. We I think we no, purposely we were doing normal teleportation because, to get back there. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We were worried about bringing it. How many people do we think are on this ship? Um, based how, on how what, many can we count? Based on what you've seen. Uh, and based on your estimates, I said that a skeleton crew for for a cog like this would be about thirty, um, which is about Ooh. half a full crew. So there, it looked like the deck was reasonably full. There could be as many as fifty to sixty people in total. Okay, okay. that's All a crew right. which would be very helpful for us right now. Yeah, I'm sure they'd fit on our ship. Be fine, right? I wonder what happened if uh, we tried a teleportation ship looks circle here. similar to theirs. Yeah. yeah. What? what if I just opened a port? What would happen if we opened the teleportation circle and just shoved them through now? Probably not the time to be experimenting with no. this camp. Uh, no. Or is it exactly the time? Am I? Because their ship is sick. Okay, this is. Uh, uh, sorry, wrong person. <clears throat> Alright, uh, yeah, good uh, Lovely lovely questions uh, Are we moving the ship towards them or not? Yes Yes. Yeah, oh yeah Right, well, Captain uh, Don't know why I'm going there Right, okay, says Victory uh, Captain, I'm at your disposal Brilliant, get us there as quickly as, uh, as you can we'll, um, Yeah, we'll be needing uh, more of that Scamp, are you good? Yeah Okay, victory is going to. So victory is uh, so everyone. You... So I'm going to give you a point a point here. If you choose to make any significant action beyond just keeping the chip, ship steady, mm-hmm. we're in significant action time. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh, so the uh, so uh, I'm going to say at this point, victory is going to look to you, Corzin. Right, I can try and give us some. 
I can try and give us uh, s uh, some magic to uh, to get us forwards uh, with the water. Is this? Uh, I want your. Uh, I kind of need. Uh, you're the more experienced. Uh, uh, you're the more experienced navigator. Should mm -hmm. I just throw magic at this problem uh, to uh, until we get our way through, or do we want to try and finesse it? I can conserve spells uh, and support you uh, and support you uh, sailing the ship, or I can just try and tame the damn waves. Hold off until we're closer. If you can tame the waves, it would be more useful to do it once we're close to the ship and we need to get people off. Right. Okay. Following your uh, your uh, your advice, victory is going to throw magic at the problem, but she will she will wait to throw most of the magic until she gets close. Um, so I'm just making a note of this. Uh, so victory is choosing to act in this way uh all right with this in mind victory is going to burn uh her first spell to stabilize the waves around the ship and give you a boost uh, awesome. to, make your, uh to make your way forwards uh i will say do you want to rely on victory? You said you don't want to rely on victory just getting you there as smoothly as possible. Mm. Uh, you want her to use most of her power when she when you when you arrive. So yeah, uh, this will require this will be an exertion to uh, 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 to, uh, to do so against the impact of the storm. But Corzin, if you wish to, you may make a sailoring check to try and uh, navigate the sh like try and helm the ship uh, steadily to get there in time did you I, will do, I will do a sustained wind as well so okay. did I you use burning, your right? inspiration I was going to say it's been more than 10 minutes hasn't it oh, uh, when did you get that I mean I'll absolutely use it if it's there but it's you, the last you were saying navigation it check I can't remember oh no that was that was 6 hours ago Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I yeah. might be worth another one, won't it? Yeah, bugger it. I give the xylophone a little kick and do a little shimmy, and there's rainbows. Inspiration, hooray! Okay, uh, I'll okay. say that you, uh, with the two spells being combined, the uh, control water is counteracting the disadvantage. The gust of wind, I'll say, uh, the sustained wind, I will say, gives you a plus two to this. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going uh, a sailoring of plus ten. Good, good, good. Natural one, but lucky. And a d12 if you need it. I'm going to. Cracking. Oh, no. <laughs> Glad I did that then. <laughs> All right. So that is a grand total of 18. Oh, uh, oh, you rolled does bad. It feel like, uh, does it feel like a little bit of, of, of bending fate might be useful here? Astonishingly, no. Um, okay. So, the uh, as you kind of make your way forwards, Victory, you see, is trying to maintain control of the water, but she is having to fight to keep it going. And there's a moment where you're not sure if her concentration lapses or if there's just too much. She goes, damn it. I'm losing control, like, yeah! And a 
soar and a surge crests into a massive tidal wave Ooh. underneath the ship. You see the world sort of fall before you <laughs> as you rise up on the crest of the tidal wave. Everybody brace! <laughs> and through, frankly, just like a combination of like scamp like giving you as favorable wind as they can and your own just skill at uh, at managing the helm uh the when the wave crashes you are not splintered from the impact but instead propelled forwards um and able to make it to the ship before it starts breaking apart okay this is one success. Hooray! Uh, Rubber war skiing weather this! Yep. Yeah, everything's uh, fine! Causing, <laughs> uh, so causing will gain a point of exhaustion at the uh, at the end of this. Uh, you've acted I've shanties this whole time, determinedly. <laughs> uh, Alright. As you approach, uh, as you get close enough uh, to the ship, you can see that uh, there is Frankly, all, uh, very nearly a fight in progress around the one surviving lifeboat. It looked like they had six. Uh, five of them are splintered or ashen at this point, with a lot of the. Uh, uh, the uh, and the one lifeboat. Uh, uh, and the one surviving lifeboat is already in the process of casting off with what looks like. Uh, you would guess from the slightly fancier outfit, uh, a grim-looking orcish captain, and about a, and maybe a, just under a dozen of the crew that can get uh, that were able to fit their way in. They are essentially fighting the others off with oars uh, to try and uh, to try and make their way out. But most of the uh, most of the crew are stuck on the ship proper. However, you are close enough now that you can uh, either try and extend uh, what passes for gangplanks or potentially yep. try and swing across. Well, bring uh, us alongside. Okay. Let's just help yeah, people. With control, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with control over water, you're able to do so. And in fact, this is the point when victory is going to start... Uh, burning magic to solve uh, problems. So, Excellent. one, two. Uh, okay, so at this point, she, uh, uh, as she, as you, as she brings you alongside, you kind of feel that having lost control of the spell earlier during the tidal wave, she uh, smash, slaps her hands together, and with a crack of thunder. Uh, as another tidal wave uh, that's about to crash over both ships halts in place. Uh, and she's holding out her hands, holding it back. Um, it's like a like a trembling series of walls of water uh, are smashing up uh, uh, up, but not quite managing to overcome both ships. Uh, victory is automatically granting you um, a, a another success by throwing magic at the problem. Excellent. Uh, but it is costing her a lot of spells. Uh, okay. 
The big issues on the ship right now. The ship itself has already sustained a lot of damage, both from the pounding of the waves and also from the fire. Um, the fire is still going in places uh, and is threatening to consume the ship, and the structure is buckling under the impact of the waves. Uh, at this point, uh, uh, yeah, and on top of that, there are some uh, 40-odd crew members who have not been so fortunate to get to a lifeboat. How would you like to approach this problem? Uh, um, extend the gangplank, first of all. Hmm. Uh, um, you do so. Corzin, uh, it's taking all your effort to keep the ships like lined up and steady, so you will not be able to significantly act here. Fair, yep. just need to look up an ability. Um, I'm, I just need to look up how many people it can do. Uh... Um, I don't think... Ah, uh, it's not that many, actually. Yeah, it's like five people. I was thinking, because there's, there's that ability I have, Mantle of Inspiration, where I can give people the ability to move yeah. like, mm. <laughs> like quickly. Um, but Ooh. five people is probably not a huge difference. Um, well, with five people... It's the right five people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could you could guarantee that the li- that the one lifeboat gets away. <laughs> is there anything mm. like which currently it is because there plank. is a fight oh, going quite on? Oh fuck them! If they're um, trying to run away and leave everyone else, fuck them. Um, <laughs> I that, mean, maybe we'll happening? help them once we. Um, it looks like the captain and about a dozen people, literally everyone who will cram into one lifeboat, are attempting to get free of the ship. Um, and everyone else is trying to. Everyone else that is not like vainly trying to save the ship um, is fight. Is kind of in a melee with them, struggling to get aboard. Uh, they're in a they're they're in a pretty solid, uh, not enough uh, lifeboats on the Titanic situation right now. Right. Uh, mm. Though, uh, and it looks like the. And yeah, you can see that the the Orcish captain is not hesitating at having the ones close to him beat the others off with oars to try and get free. Mm. Is there anything that could be used as a gangplank that's bigger than a gangplank, uh, like just to make it easier for folks to get between the two ships? Uh, Give me a, this is not significant, but just give me a quick perception check. No. Okay, I have an idea. Six. Um, short of the actual, like te- the only things you can think of beyond, say, the mast, um, <laughs> would which isn't be, wide really, which isn't really wide, which is more uh, the would thing. be somehow ripping off the uh, the the t- like the hatch doors uh, on the cargo hatch which there's not any like debris on their ship that's big enough um that not that is currently on fire like if you okay. want to start ripping up pieces of their deck maybe <laughs> how I... far away is this lifeboat uh 
I'm gonna. I'll say Celestia. Oh, no... Robbie finishes. Okay. okay. Um, uh, so uh, the, it the, still might be yeah, helpful. So lifeboat, finish your. Thought. I mean, you've come <laughs> up again across from the other ship. So the other lifeboat is about thirty feet away because it's just okay. you know the width of the ship. Um. So I, I could like telekinesis something and make a slightly more stable bridge between that's a bit bigger than the gangplank unless someone's got a better mm. suggestion um, I could potentially get some order so that people actually start doing their helpful things rather than fighting each other for that yeah. lifeboat oh you know that would be lovely Th- that um, might do like it a, even with a small gangplank shall I gang make plank? that lifeboat into a bridge so that you know some assholes don't just try and float away which you know in this storm that's probably not better than being on the boat really is it yeah um yeah. <laughs> so right, if, you you get some order. Um, I think basically what I'm gonna do is um, I get my guitar out, twang a chord, and everything goes super mm. rainbowy, and I look mad hot, man. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm invoking mantle of majesty. Okay. Um. <laughs> And um, it's the one that basically makes you super, super hot. Um, and I can cast Command as a bonus action for the next minute. Okay. <laughs> um, and I literally Excellent. just go... Um, oh, God, what words can you use for Command? Um, it has to be really simple, doesn't uh, it? One Any singular word. Any single, yeah. Point at the gangplank. Forward! Okay. Uh, and just keep just, just spam. snap and start demanding yep. people go forwards. Uh, and I'm hoping if... if the people at the front kind of start it'll be obvious that like yeah. there's a yeah. queue of traffic now does that okay. make sense so this is you essentially using this ability to gain command of the situation uh depending my question uh is about the flavor of command mm-hmm. that you're using here so are you um weirdly like just need to remind myself Gosh, I don't know why, but I'm blanking on the names of skills. So I'm oh, just going to okay. uh, grab this. Uh, it's not like I've played this for literally years. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, we what a word. Who are we? I don't know goes. either. Yeah, that's fine. Um, right, basically, this it comes down to, are you, are you trying to, like, uh, are you trying to... Uh, I usually use this way to kind of inspire them and kind of, and go like, you know, come over here, here's safety. Or are you kind of browbeating and commanding them and trying um, to whip them into order? Because this is, that's going I'm to going whether for, this is persuasion or intimidation. I'm going for like, there is hope, but you've got to like queue up, come on, order. Um, so I guess more more inspiring. More inspiring. Because I want them to be like, oh, that looks safe and good. And you can only (laughs) use this once per short rest? Yes. Cool. That makes you significant. I can't remember if it's one per short rest or one per long rest. You're not getting many opportunities for short rest. I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah. So, Mm. uh, I will say then, can I ask you for a persuasion check with advantage, please? (laughs) Oh, it's one per long rest. Um, Got it. Persuasion with advantage. Uh, Where's the dice I like today? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the ultimate question. Oh, I don't know where to put it. There it is. Oh. <coughs> Natural 20, which is 35. 
Yes. Okay. You start. Uh, you uh, as the aura of just glam rock uh, yeah. uh, overwhelms you. It's the vibe. <laughs> you begin. You point at people and go, uh, 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 people beckoning, going forward. Uh, they look. They turn. You you manage to get a few of them running uh, across the gangplank. You've been able to uh, uh, to lower and. Just seeing this unexpected, like rock goddess, uh, appear, yeah. the uh, it uh, they seem to bring their wits to uh, uh, together. The survivor uh, uh, at this point, uh, and it's it's enough that uh, see uh, that they that they get yeah they 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 manage to uh, to to collect their wits about them. Uh, and it even seems to like shame those on the lifeboat enough uh, to realize that they uh, that they you know, to to see a way to try and save everyone. Um, under your uh, command instruction, as they start across the lifeboat, uh, this across the gangplank, they lower, uh, they they reach, they grab other gangplanks of their own um, and lay them out. And with an effort, uh, uh, the captain and his uh, most loyal crew uh, uh, disembark from their lifeboat, grab hold of it, and bring it across uh, uh, to serve as an additional ramp. Um, the uh, apparently realize it, uh, having regained their sensitivity enough to realize the same thing that Scamp did. Um, and it is not a moment too soon. As the last of them are scrambling across, with a crack and a creak, uh, the ship, uh, despite victory holding back the tides, uh, gives uh, its structure gives way and it splinters into two. Um, the remaining crew grab hold of the uh, of the lifeboat and pull it on. Aboard, uh, saving the last few holding on to it. Um, and as Victory redirects the waters around the ship to give you a burst of extra speed, the tidal waves they've been holding back crash uh, to, uh, to the sea. Um, and you find yourselves progressing forwards. Okay. Has level of exhaustion? So, uh, significant actions on this one. Uh, causing Celestia victory. So, mm -hmm. each of these characters gain one level of exhaustion. Scamp, uh, you took actions to help, but uh, they were able to... Uh, they were able to, uh, to, to get the requisite number of successes without you having to exhaust yourself cool. in exertion. This time. Sweet. Mm. Um, as you make your, uh, 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 you kind of steady the ship again and make your way forwards the exhausted uh, the similarly exhausted crew members take moments to recover to uh, meet the uh, to, to, uh, to sort of hug themselves and each other uh, in relief at being alive. <laughs> um, 
while I still have their attention. <laughs> yes. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. That's Corzin, he's the captain. That's Scamp, that's Victory. That's Shanty, that's Jeffrey. Don't ask. Um, would you mind giving us some extra hands? Please. There really aren't enough of us to sail this thing. The Any able-bodied people. A we need ha- everyone we can get. A, a, a grizzled-looking uh, halfling who you think might have been the one at the helm uh, before looks around and says... I'll see. I'll see. It's not your ships in worse state than ours. All right. All right. Come on. Come on. All oh, hands. Same bits. That's unfair. Glance <laughs> <laughs> uh, over. No, I think I agree. He glanced back. <laughs> Prior to falling apart, yeah, this ship probably wasn't the best state than yours. Nevertheless, they uh, the uh, crew pick them, sort of s- s- slap them, some sense back into themselves, and start. Uh, scrambling to take the different uh, uh, to take the uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to man the various tasks of the ship you have rescued about 50 people Excellent. Uh, the ship is fully crewed uh, however a lot of them have uh, you don't uh, uh, one thing you do notice is that a lot of them seem to have sustained uh, injuries or exhaustion of their own from being tossed about in the sea, from fighting the fires, uh, including the uh, uh, the, uh, the halfling helmsman, who, uh, who honestly looks about as naked as you are, uh, Corzo. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and while willing to, like, you know, take the helm a bit, uh, Seems like uh, when it comes to heavy, uh, if it comes to any heavy navigation, he's probably better off leaving it to you because, as I say, I want to say as exhausted as you, he looks like he's on the verge of collapse. Practically, yeah. he can just about hold it steady. Yeah, that the, like he probably has a couple of levels of exhaustion on me. At this oh point. yeah, <sighs> you're all safe for sure. I've got to see that. <laughs> Uh, same, honestly. <laughs> this. Yeah, there's not many of us. <laughs> oh, this is a doozy of this. Oh, this is a doozy of the storm, even for the Isles. Uh, How long have you been out there? Uh, we've been work- We've been making out this journey for. Oh, probably the better part of three days straight. And Shit. Unfortunately, it seems like it what, really built into really built to a crescendo around here. We're trying to we were trying to make our way uh, north towards the uh, towards the bastion. Uh, What's the bastion then? Uh, it's a fortress. Uh, right. It's quite one of the more stable parts of the Isles. Uh, there's community there that can resist the, uh, you know, that can can weather the, the different storms. We, well, we were bringing food and supplies, but uh, unfortunately, shit. <laughs> yeah, still yeah, we've got stores the there. On. If we can make it, um, we sh- there should be a place to. Oh, sorry, there should be a place to rest. And recover. Mm. 
Right, well, as soon as we're in the vicinity of those uh, headlands, at least we'll have some uh, some break from this storm, I hope. Uh, depends. It's going to get... The storms get... If we're, if we're feeling a swelling, the storms could keep growing for the, uh, for the next two, three days, depending, until they pass. Oh, good. Um, uh, you sell these waters often? Uh, all my life. It's what it's, it's, it's a fact, it's simply a fact of the Isles. The tide, the storms rise, the storms fall, they always happen, but if we're to meet, if we're to get between the Isles and the communities, you've got to breathe them. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, usually... We'd be uh, we'd be in better uh, in better uh, straits, but I think a stroke of bad luck on this front. Mm. The uh, oh, I'm afraid it's gonna it's not gonna get easier either. It gets colder the more uh, the further north we go. It snowstorms uh, up round the bastion. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Balls. All right. Well, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, Is there any other um, uh, things we need to be on the lookout for as we approach? Oh, it depends. If you've caught... I guess it depends on how your lock holds. Uh, if you're unlucky, yeah, the storm might take a... Well, it might take a liking to you, it might take a hating to you, and really either one's bad news. If, you're, if you get tests, it see... If it hates you, it might just try to psych you. And if it likes you, it might try to test you. Shit. Okay. <laughs> um, oh. I think that might that might happen. What do we do when that happens? What kind of what does that look like? Uh well your number one I'd say is try and make it through alive. Well, good we'll, advice. We'll try and do that. Sound. Uh, and unfortunately when it tests if it's testing someone, it'll test everyone as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's testing me, it's testing you, or if it hates one of us. Uh, the fact that your ear suggests that you've passed one of these tests before, what do you have to do? Just survive? Is that enough? Can be. It's a harsh test. The tests are always harsh. Survival... Well, survival is what's always in the odds. Yours, what? others, depends where the storm takes you. But it'll push you to your limit. And maybe you'll make it out. Maybe the people you meet will make it out. And I guess the question is how far you're willing to go. Because the more you push... The harder it gets and the lower your odds get. I just had this sudden horrifying moment where I just realised that that sounds like most days. And that's not me downplaying how bad this is. I just, yeah, it's been been a lot lately. Well, we're very good at uh, surviving. I think what we should do then is, and Corzin does sway a little bit with the the exertion of remaining um, uh, upright and sort of in captainy mode. 
Um, so we need to uh, divide the crew up into uh, those who can stand a shift and those who uh, need to rest. We switch over after um, two hours. Keep it rotating until we reach the uh, the land. No one's going to be uh, getting a full night's sleep, but it'll be something. Um, legitimately, this is ridiculous, um, and I realise this, but I do have coffee always. Um, that which would be ideal, right? Solve now. everything. Don't get me wrong, and we should pick our moments with it because you know you can't sustain that forever. But um, it might legitimately help with those of us who are really struggling a bit. I mean, I won't take, I won't say no to a coffee if one's offered. Yeah, sadly, there's not enough for everyone, but you know, there'll be enough for a few of us. Um, I will I can probably make a bit of coffee as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's very true. Although, who knows? Because I don't know when my bowl's going to recharge. <laughs> you don't assume that you only have the three charges. Mm. Can I definitely use some for shanty? Can I make coffee? You can just about make coffee with prestigitation. Is that okay? I know it's ridiculous, but like... Yeah, yeah, true. You can use it and it will... um, uh, I think the general rule we've had for coffee is it'll give you... It'll negate one level of exhaustion. Yeah. And it'll pay pay back later with another one. Basically, Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is why I'm kind of... You, you... I, I'm kind of putting it to you that we should pick our moments with the coffee um, because mm. one does crash rather. Yeah, yeah. All it's I'll not. It's not exactly is... an endurance drink, so just let's pull that trigger when we're desperate. You know. Don't get to five levels yeah. of exhaustion while you're on coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not making some right now. That's why I'm like saying it's an option. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Am I able to make even a wild guess as to how long it's likely to take to get to the islands? Um, you're already starting to pass some of the smaller atolls, <coughs> um, but really they are like, like they, these are like ro- uh, rocks jutting out of the water. Right. Um, yeah. So they are not. They're they're not like they're definitely not land where they you can't. Uh, you'll have di- you'd have difficulty stopping here. Uh, however, you think that you've got good odds of making it to... You think you can see a larger one uh, in the distance. It's more like, like, a, high, uh, like a high spike of rock uh, mm-hmm. that might have some shallower points that you could try and beach out take cover at uh but it's at least several hours ahead as mentioned you can the horizon is weird here yeah it's more you can faintly see it through the uh through the uh waters um you press on i'm going to say lock checks please Okay. I'd like to be on morale duty as well as like actually working. Very good. But I try and yeah. sing a lot of songs and keep everyone all right. Um, so nineteen and... on my luck check. Hang on, do they have? Oh, so nearly a twenty, and then it rolled to the eight. Do they have disadvantage so luck checks because of exhaustion? That's a good point. No, this is do just they? luck. Yeah, cool. I couldn't okay. remember if it applied to luck checks. It doesn't or not. apply to luck checks. Luck no, that's just... a fair point. Right? Uh, nine. Okay. Uh. Alright, so... 
Okay. I'll say then that you make it through the better part of uh, four more hours or before uh, before things change again. By the time that you that this happens, after about three hours or so, you are able to see the distant uh, uh, the distant shard. Uh, of rock, the more approachable at all, uh, clearly enough that you can make a reckoning. Uh, perhaps, um, perhaps, uh, perhaps it will be you'll get there within another three hours or so. However, before you can make your way to that distant uh, jutting rock, the tides begin to pick up once again but this time uh you uh you find as you are uh, uh, as the waters rise and surge you realize that you're passing through uh very (laughs) i want to say um not exactly shallows and definitely not reefs, but rather a murderous sort of uh, a, a murderous expanse of black rocks jutting up through the waters in places uh, dangerously that that aren't always visible. As the oh, waters yay. raise and surge, you can see this whole area. Uh, puts you at great risk of running aground and something else is happening the wind begins to the wind is not just blowing in one direction anymore or rather it begins to uh, blow in every direction twisting circling uh, the water churning, uh, uh, churning around by the strange geography beneath it. As you see, uh, the currents start to form whirlpools, dotting the uh, uh, dotting the treacherous uh, waters ahead. And in places, as the winds pick up, uh, the uh, the the rain. Uh, you see the rain spiraling into water spouts uh, that briefly touch down and pick up tons of water hurling them into the sky uh, as they move uh, Mm. uh, uh, moving around place to place and coming again and again dangerously close to the ship the uh, uh, halfling navigator looks up Oh yeah, definitely likes or hates you. How good! Looks like we've got a slurlum on our hands. Oh, fucking giants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I spent too long in Outer Worlds Aww, in this shit. We are in Giants Deep. And I hate it. Ooh, I still well, hate that place. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Dark Bramble. True. Um... Ooh. Only just. 
You right? How the fuck do we sort this out? Yeah. So, how do you want to sort this out? Um, victory. Right. Uh, 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 victory kind of looks up from where she's like holding on, you know, holding on to the uh, gripping onto the prow uh, of the ship. I've got to say, at this point, I am. Um, anything I can do is it requires a lot of magic. I've tapped into a lot of what I've got, and uh, at this stage, if I I can throw magic at problems, or I can do something to support, um, or try and solve it another way. But at that, uh, that that's I'm. Uh, it's really we're really into either oars here for me. Um, I've got yeah. a really simple thing I can offer. We're having trouble seeing those rocks, right? Um, I can put dancing lights anywhere within 120 feet. Yep. I'm just Very gonna have much. a look at improving cantrips because I can't remember how many I can do because it might actually be more than. Is it that. a cantrip? I thought. Um. Oh wait, actually no, dancing lights is yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cantrip. Uh, it's confusing. It was fairy fire. Um, I got I would say that uh, as a cantrip, uh, you can use this if, to effectively aid another check, or as the base for a check you want to do yourself. Cool. Um, what level are we? We're level fifteen. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, I can do dancing lights. Um. So it makes an extra light. Because again, we use these, so I can make um, five of them, mm-hmm. and also the light will illuminate um, up to forty feet around it, okay. basically. And I I'll can do it within one hundred and twenty feet of yeah. where I am. So you are able to. Okay, I'm going to say that you can use this to spot and illuminate threats. However. This relies on your ability to spot threats. Yeah. So. Mobile lighthouse. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, Celestia, if you're willing to exert yourself, to make percep- a perception check. Cool. To spot the threats. And then if you, you can use dancing lights to illuminate them. That's the other way around to how I'm thinking about it. Oh, okay. So I'm literally trying to, like, illuminate the immediate bit ahead of us so with can... the hope that if there are rocks that are hard to see, they'll be slightly easier to see. So it's not actually something dramatic that I'm trying to do, necessarily. I'm just trying to sort of support visibility. Okay. Um, but it's up to you if it works like that. If it's still, If it is dramatic, then it is, you know. I would um, say I d- that, but that way around, where you're like spot the threat and then illuminate, it doesn't make sense because that's not how you use a torch. <laughs> Herpeter. Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> yeah. Rather, you are. Uh, 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 I'm getting that wrong. Nevertheless, the sentiment of what you are doing is dramatic. Yeah, absolutely. You are trying to illuminate threats. Now, you do not need. I'll say that casting the dancing lights itself is not going to exert you. Mm-hmm. However, if. Uh, in order to take advantage of this, someone needs to step forwards and look for the threats. So uh, the question is, who is willing to exert themselves to step out and uh, and take advantage of this 
to identify like to to shout uh, like to uh, to uh, to shout out and warn for threats does it have to be not me it can be you it can be someone else I think I'm still steering the ship. Because yes, this is perception based, it's really not worth it being me. Cool. I I am happy to like stand at the front of the ship Although, and do. Do you now have disadvantage on perception? Uh, I do. Yes, yeah. one roll of exhaustion gives you disadvantage. On the um, what is your modifier? Five. Okay, so it's literally pretty much statistically the same over whether you or I do it. Yeah. Um, um, in that I have a zero modifier. I will note that Corzin can do this and leave uh, the halfling helmsman to to, to oh, okay, the ship, great. Uh, but this will take up your action in cool. effect. Fine, yeah, then I'll do it because I've got a, um, a plus nine to perception, yeah. even with disadvantage. And I can that's then, yeah, I can then at least add bending luck, which okay. I can't cool. do for myself. Celestia, you send out your dancing purple lights, illuminating Oops. through the heavy rain. Uh, Side by side with Corzin, who is there, who steps to the front and uh, begins pointing and calling out different threat, uh, 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 threats back to the helmsman, who, frankly, just because of how intense the rain is, even this, like, spotting threats, uh, like, the difference between back of the ship, front of the ship, and knowing which way to turn is making a difference. Okay, question actually about this. Mm. Does the fact that by dint of my um, belt of eyes, I have a passive perception of 24 make a difference? Uh, this is not a relaxed in, uh, environment. Fair. No, no, I, I thought I'd ask, but yeah. Also, I accidentally dropped a die there, but I caught it before it stopped moving, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is right. sight-based as well, so I... So I suppose it counter and the belt of eyes gives you advantage. So it actually, yeah. So, so it's it a straight check for you. Counteracts the yeah. um, the, uh, the disadvantage. All right, here we go then. Natural one, but lucky. <laughs> okay, uh, that is a thirteen. Okay. Um, there is. Does. Scamp, yeah. you have the sense... I have there, many eyes, they're all tired. There is a <laughs> very slim chance you can intervene. Well, I think it's got to be worth it, just in case. Um, no, it's plus two. Okay. With... Um, 15 go- until. Okay, it's yeah. going well at first. You spot... The um, like you see, uh, you start calling out, you know, port starboard, like uh, twenty-two degrees, yeah, uh, twenty-two degrees port, that sort of thing. Uh, and for the first, uh, and it's for the for the next you know ten fifteen minutes, uh, you're navigating through, uh, and then with a one of the water spouts. Uh, uh, one of the whirlwinds uh, uh, touches the water, and a spray uh, of, in fact, a deluge is thrown up into the air, splashing you straight in the eyes. All the eyes, in <sighs> fact, as it knocks you to the deck. Um, you scramble back up, um, lo- uh, slipping, uh, struggling to regain your footing. Um, by sheer luck, you're not thrown overboard mm. uh, as you smack into the railing. Uh, That's the natural one, but lucky, yeah. I think. 
but you do uh, uh, but uh, you spot the uh, rock jutting out of the water too late so you call back uh, the command to the helmsman uh, he's not able to correct in time there is a uh, th- there is a grueling sort of sound uh, as the rock shears against the side of the ship uh, the which has two effects one there is now a, uh, the, uh, the, the ship has definitely taken uh, some uh, some significant and much more uh, placeable hull damage okay. mm. <laughs> um, the uh, other problem being that the Ves- uh, the other problem uh, is that it has also slowed the ship's momentum a bit, um, and you are now suddenly more at the mercy of the winds uh, and of the water spout that is drawing closer. So, uh, there are three problems Ooh. that you are now facing. There is the... Uh, uh, there is the massive gash that's just been made in the side of the ship. There is the fact that you've uh, you've not lost the wind, but you've lost control of the wind. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and there is the oncoming water spout. Uh, Corzin has now acted. Uh, mark yourself another point of exhaustion. And may not okay. significantly act again. The situation is not utterly unsalvageable, but let's see who. Uh, but I'd like to know who wants to to try and solve which problem. I'm really trying to think of something. So we have the water spout. We have a hole in the hull. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? And we have the fact that we don't have control over we we don't have uh, we don't have control over our sails. We don't have the wind. Right. The wind is blowing every which way. And we had it before, oh, but losing it, but running aground for a moment, we've like yeah. the wind is now. We're now fighting the wind and struggling, and and the crew is struggling to regain control. Do I still have sustained wind up from last time? It it's... lasts four, four hours and I've cast it twice. I'm going to say it has been four hours. So okay. you've kind of... Uh, you've lost it uh, recently. Okay. Um, so I could get some more wind up. That might or be I good. could go try and fix the hole. That's got to be the priority. Um, there needs to be a ship to sail. Where's our little friend, our little um, captain, halfling friend? I have a question for him. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. The the orcish captain has mostly. Sorry, I don't know why himself. I've made him. I don't know why I've made him a halfling. I think it's literally I, I just because he was the halfling's the helmsman. Oh, he's a halfling. Because helmsman is a yeah, because you mentioned he was a navigator helmsman slash helmsman. Helmsman is a halfling. Cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the orcish captain has mostly yeah. kept to himself, uh, 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 probably uh, with some of the crew staring daggers at him for trying to leave. But the helmsman, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> You, I have a question about the storms. You knew stuff. Um, is it? You said it likes you or it doesn't like you. How like, much like a person is it? Is it sentient? I I know that sounds fucking ridiculous, but if it is, I have so much stuff I can do. <laughs> uh, 
also good like hard to say i mean sailors see you know like we like like we we like to think of the sea as a person yeah but like where i come from it isn't but the rules are a bit different here so i thought it was worth asking as stupid as this probably sounds you know, like I've definitely known sailors to pray before when they're going is uh, uh, when it's bad enough. <laughs> if you think you can out talk a fucking storm, I've uh, done worse. But I just want to know if it's fucking worth it. Like, be my guest. <laughs> um. I mean, so did, yeah, like the water spout. How far away is it? How high up is... I mean, the clouds are, like, really high up. <laughs> uh, the clouds are real fucking high up. Real high. The, um, mm-hmm. the water spout is, in this instant, you know, 120 feet away and closing, it will it will reach you at a suitably dramatic moment. Um, 120 uh, feet, okay. And closing. And If you closing. wait a little bit, it'll get closer. <laughs> cool. I mean, it would need to be 30 feet for a suggestion. <laughs> um, but that's quite close. Um, I mean, like, and I yeah. don't know if it's a person or not. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're 30 feet above the water. If you want to try... Like, water, the, the rain is on you. If you want to try and suggest... To the storm. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Try it, whatever. You... I can't think of anything else to do. To be honest, I really don't have anything like elemental. I mean, I have call lightning, but that doesn't feel helpful, does it? Let's be real. That's probably not what we want right <laughs> no. now. No. Now imagine like an electrified water spell. <laughs> but exactly. So it's, don't... And the thing is, it's not you... control lightning. It's call no. lightning. It's like, just you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's it's not helpful. Help the water. Yeah. I, I don't think you do, but I don't. You don't by any chance have like calm emotions or anything like no, that. No, of course I don't. <laughs> no. Celestia, calm emotions. <laughs> I've never calmed emotions <laughs> in Celestia my life. Needs the opposite. Okay. No, no, I didn't. Think I've got so, confusion. That'd help if it's uh, sentient, right? The, <laughs> the the halfling, I think, at this point says, "Look." If you think you can talk down a storm, be my guest. Uh, but I'd say at this point, like, if you're looking for people to talk to, um, like, we do have a crew. We're all fucking knackered. I think your captain uh, is too uh, thrown about by the sea to uh, 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 by that sh- uh, that wave to really be given much of the way of orders. Um, and we're doing the best we can, but it's a hard fucking time. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe just nice. The, yeah, but yeah, maybe, uh, like an inspirational speech sort of thing might go a bit further. Oh God! Uh, you can see have a quick look the at this hole. Currently, how, are how struggling. big is the hole? Uh, the hole is. Before I decide where I throw my magic. <laughs> okay, so the hole itself is. Um, I'm just measuring this in my head, varying between. Uh, anywhere between six inches uh, to a foot and a half wide, uh, 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 and a half sort of uh, wide, as it were, and probably the better part of fifteen to twenty feet long, because it's a massive gash <laughs> along You're some rocks. <laughs> You've said massive gash too many times. Yeah. You've <laughs> said it too many times, and I just. Mm. <laughs> 
It's I'm the, sorry, the, nothing. The ship and it's massive gash right And this is yeah. Looking around, I would say that the ship, that the crew, uh, uh, the crew are currently struggling to both to bilge out water. Uh, from, uh, 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 from the uh, uh, that's leaking in through the seams to try and figure out something to do about the giant uh, uh, about the giant hole to struggle to get the sails back under control. Oh, you said giant moving. hole, and I still heard gash. Yeah, they mm. essentially. I would say that the crew are kind of trying to do five different things, uh, like in different, uh, like that. There is there is certainly a, a lack of unity going. On. Well, that's do nice. I think I could fabricate <laughs> a patch, like rather than doing a repair, because I can't do improved mending on that bigger thing, but I could fabricate. Okay, like anything that you could use to patch. Uh, there is, uh, well, there is the lifeboat. Um, oh yeah, I will totally dismantle that and rebuild it into a patch, uh, <laughs> just so that it means that the crew can focus elsewhere instead of trying to do too many things, and Celestia can direct them. Okay, I mean, what level say. is fabricate? <laughs> it's five. Uh, isn't fabricate it? is a fourth level spell. Fourth level spell. All right. I um, can do eight connected five foot cubes worth. Okay, so that will be enough to cover it. Uh, I am going to say. Do something insane in a minute. Um. <laughs> I'm going to plug the gash. Plug that gash, yeah. Plug that gash. Uh, all right, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to ask yeah, you like. for <laughs> essentially a. Uh, well, I don't think the craft check exists anymore. Um, <laughs> but essentially a a. a, a, a well, you don't have. Yeah, you definitely don't have proficiency shipbuilding. Do you have any woodworking proficiencies? Um. <laughs> Would you have had any with like like being on the ship? Off the top of my head, your proficient your craft proficiencies are uh, gunsmithing and art and mm. disguise and disguise and That's thieves' a- tools. Those are not craft based, though. I mean, technically, no, the craft my of tools. disguise, but. Yes, uh, I can craft disguises. I'll paint it beautifully. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have those sorts it. of magical paints, unfortunately. Uh, but I can do basic things like, like I have the ability to make like bridges or ropes or clothes. You do. Uh, the the question, uh, but I'm going to say might be then, a little bit clunky. Your choice of honestly intelligence or wisdom here as the base for this. Uh, oh, you will get to make this. Uh, you do get to make it with advantage because you're expending a spell. Um, but yeah, to to, to fabricate. Uh, okay. Why do I never put points into any of my stats? <laughs> because you're foolish and tempted by I am feats. Foolish. Because feats are fun, apparently. Yeah. Because oh, you're fun. a you're a silly but extremely fun D and D player. <laughs> I have exactly the same stats as I started with. I have the opposite Which thing. Where I'm actually so picky with 15. feats. But, yeah. <laughs> I am never taking a stat increase. Mm. I mean, not much point at uh, this level. But I mean, at yeah. least you didn't start with like negative constitution. <laughs> 
<laughs> like no, I, I can't no, talk at all. I have true. actually taken an increase since then, <laughs> but that was not my <laughs> best move. Negative strength, <laughs> but not constitution. Oh, the uh, days of nine hit points, Celestia. <laughs> uh, I, I think it might have been seven, seven actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. so, I think I started you with started seven. With less than me, and yeah. I have a smaller hit dice than you. That's. I genuinely really think it was seven that I started. Oh. With. <laughs> I was the only one with multiple like, like uh, double figures. <laughs> just like yeah, frown at her and she dies, you know. <laughs> give, give her a piercing look check, and she I dies. Guess. This is really reminding me. This is really reminding me of like I, I, I ended up playing Disco Elysium for the first time the other night, and I died within two minutes of starting the game, failing to get my tie from a light. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best deaths. We actually. We actually died before our first save. Yeah, <laughs> had to do the whole little intro wow. again. <laughs> had a heart attack trying to reach a high object. Oh. It was super. My dumb. earliest death was shamed by an asshole child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you got killed by the child! Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. moving back here. Yep. Uh, the... Right. I'll do an intelligence check. Okay. Fourteen. I'm not smart. <laughs> You can't bend your own will, can uh, fake, No, can I you? can't. Uh-huh. Um, no. This takes Scamp the better part of ten minutes to cast. So I will say... It takes that ten minutes to go, yeah. Yeah, uh, to, to work on. So I will say that this will not cost Count as exertion, but if you want to use up one of your inspirations you can inspire scamp while this is happening okay i am about to do something else and i'm trying to figure out if that also takes up inspiration or Mm. not i don't think so um yeah no it's just it's just a rest it's per rest so now i'm not going to so yes i will inspire scamp um if if thank you if he he needs it yeah yep yeah day 12 this i have failed so yeah yes uh, then I will use it. Um, oh. Hooray, a whole four. It's a 16. So I'm still, still not good. Unfortunately, it's not quite Bollocks. enough. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so I will... We're going to sink. <laughs> I'm going to summarise what uh, what's happening with Scamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to come back to what you're doing. If Mine's that's right. super dumb, though. <laughs> Please uh, do. Okay, Scamp, you are struggling... Uh, to uh, uh, to get the uh, to to repair this, um, it's a combination. The problem is less with patching the hole, as it is with patching the hole as the stresses on the ship are making it worse. Right. And as the ship uh, uh, keeps smashing against other rocks. Uh, uh, and the, uh, both by the tide and just by virtue of the difficulty of sailing through. So as all this is going on, you are reweaving. The, uh, you are essentially uh, tearing the boat apart, magic uh, like the uh, the lifeboat apart magically, uh, plugging the gaps, and then having to tear piece more pieces from other places uh, to uh, to repair the gaps with. As new gaps are being made. Sometimes with gaps uh, uh, not quite managing to seal them up enough so that uh, or reinforce them enough that you're having to come back to areas you've previously done, uh, Celestia shouts what encouragement she can 
Um, but you, uh, but this is too hard a task. So you have a choice here. You can either accept this failure, mm. or you can throw magic at the problem. <laughs> um, under well, we know which I prefer to do. <laughs> You know no. how well I accept failing. I'm going to be yeah. very, I'm going to very, very under the hood here for a moment. You spent a mm. level four spell on this. Yeah. If you are willing to spend another fourteen levels total of spells, <sighs> you can turn this failure into a success, which will be a combination right. of additional fabrication uh, spells over over time. Lesser spells that you use to uh, solve uh, uh, to solve the problem uh, in different ways, maybe by uh, what are some of your like level two and three spells, for instance? Uh, level two spells. I have darkness. Um, level three. Bag of holding. Counter spell. Fireball. Fly. Slow. Mm, no. Uh, by for instance flying out and dealing with the problem from the outside yeah. or like you know uh, wedging things in the point is that uh, if you are willing to spend uh, a any a combination of spells or spell levels equal to an additional 14 you can turn this failure into a success yeah or you can accept the failure and spend no additional resources. Um, I mean... Was it... How, 14, was it? Yep. I'm going to work out what's the best use of... Spe I mean, I think, yes, let's not have another failure on top of a failure, because hmm. the boat's going to sink. <laughs> By the way, so if you spend I a spell will... of a... Uh, or one spell of level 6 or higher... Uh, <laughs> Hmm. I'll say is the alternative, which that's under the, more appealing. Which because I, I believe you no only have three of those. Yeah, but I don't have any spells that are exclusively level six. Okay. Hmm. Um. Then so I'm, will, I'm willing to yeah. say that you can burn a level six slot to do a sort of improved uh, more souped up version of Fabricate on your second attempt mm. I'm doing so much math with sort like how many trying to work out the maths of sort what sorcery points equate to what spells and what's the most efficient use of burning spell slots because I can get them back uh, I'm gonna I let think you... maybe a sixth is the best option okay so. I case, will do the thing regardless. You this forces a success. Uh, it costs you a sixth level spell slot. So after your initial failures, you kind of reach into the well of power in yourself, and you burn up uh, some of the more potent magic that you can't as easily shuffle around. Um, with a flash of insight you are able to strengthen and reinforce the growing breach uh, enough that it, uh, uh, that, uh, that it will hold. Which brings us back to Celestia. Okay, so it's like super dumb, um, but okay. the, 
The captain man looked at me and said that we needed order. Yes. So this is what my brain has given me. Um, so Celestia gets all rainbowy and glowy and stamps on the deck and starts a song. And it's the one from Pirates of the Caribbean, apparently, because that's where my head's at. Okay. <laughs> so, yo-ho, all together, hoist the colours high. And, like, every, um, every time there's a beat, there's a flash of rainbow, and I point at... Um, <laughs> I can't think of the term. All I want to say is heads of department... Yeah, the ship's officers. So there's, yes, there we go, ship's officers, thank you. I've been doing this podcast for so long, (laughs) I should know that. I point at, um, I can have up to five ship's officers, and basically what I am doing right now Mm. is an enthralling performance, and so it has to last a minute. Um, At the end of the performance... um, I choose people within 60 feet mm-hmm. who watched and listened to all of it, which, like, the whole ship did, presumably, yeah, yeah. but I can do up to five people for the actual mechanical effect. Um, effectively, they make a wisdom save against my spell save or be charmed. Um, they idolise me. They speak glowingly of me. Um, it lasts an hour. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm assuming with charm over the ship's officers and the more super big liking me, I can maybe achieve some order. Basically, yes, indeed. You definitely, uh, uh, and indeed, as you kind of start your, uh, as you start your shanty, never say we die. And indeed, yeah, without the execution at the end of the song. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it's Minus it's done in a sort hangings. of happy piratical manner. Yes. Mm. Uh, crashes of uh, uh, of waves uh, and thunder, like highlight appropriately highlight moments, uh, the right beats in the song, uh, and you see that, uh, and you manage to stir even the kind of like uh, semi comatose captain uh, out of his uh, slumber, uh, and he seems to snap to and go three. Oh, come on, come on, let's get back in order. Go, right? How do you? Uh, and they uh, and try to uh, regain control of the ship. Um, so I basically then ferry orders from the people who actually know what they're doing, but use yeah. the, but direct them to the five people who this are. This is a once per rest ability. Um, yeah, once per rest. Cool. So I'm going to say that gives you advantage. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, again, this is. Probably persuasion. Uh, yeah. Uh, persuasion. Since you have disadvantage, I guess that cancels it out. And yes. Just get a straight get persuasion check. Please be good. Um, that is a twenty-six. That is good. Um, you uh, uh, we for bards. Yeah, using magic. Using frankly, like. Uh, uh, the magic of uh, uh, the magic of rock and roll once again. Yes. Um, you manage to uh, uh, like you, yeah, mostly relay orders, but you manage to get enough uh, fighting spirit back uh, for the uh, for the crew to take order of the ship and start to get the vessel underway once more. As the water spout uh, grows closer, victory. Uh, her eyes lighting up 
with uh, lightning, her fingers crackling, looking honestly kind of fucked, um, (laughs) is going to... uh, uh, does more of that, like, you know, does the real kind of conductor's hands slash, uh, 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 you know, slash Prospero uh, 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 on the uh, seaside uh, gesturing, and (laughs) is going to try and grasp hold of the coming water spout from afar. Um, She has limited spells, so she's going to try and finesse this. Uh, the spell lets her do this with advantage, counteracted by the disadvantage from exhaustion. So let's say that puts her at a straight arcana check. Which is enough! Mm. Okay, uh, which means though she does use up her last fifth level spell. <laughs> ah, she can get it back. Uh, no, 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 no. She's used all her sorcery points at this point. Oh, uh, well, bloody hell. She's been casting she... control water a lot. Does she have any low-level spells? To I told you she points? threw magic at the problem yeah, last time. She did that already. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. So, victory... Uh, uh, but with that... Uh, with careful finesse... Victory is able to catch one water spout as it uh, comes by, redirecting it as another draws in. Um, and through a combination of careful uh, of the helmsman sort of getting uh, receiving uh, uh, shouts from cause, and as you struggle yourself back up uh, and continue spotting. You know, you might have fucked up once, but you've still got others. Uh, there's still plenty of rocks to spot. Basically, direct oh, yeah. my charmy orders to help yeah. them sail around it. Yeah, with the yeah. Uh, with the crew, uh, the crew's spirits restored by Celestia's literal charm. Um, the uh, you are able to thread the ship through the morass of treacherous rocks with victory, just batting away different water spouts before they can suck the ships uh, the ship up it is a grueling half hour before you make your way through the uh, through the uh, maze of rocks and water spouts but almost uh, each of you staggering from exhaustion you are uh, you have survived the uh you've survived the whirlpools and water spouts mm. you have not uh, because you managed you did manage to achieve three successes you've not lost any of your crew you've not uh. taken any mate significant injuries or losses yourselves either this has been a win how many levels of exhaustion are you on now do we get another one from that? Scamp is on. Uh, you, everyone acted. So Scamp is on one. Everyone else is on two. Cool. Okay. But you made it forward, and now at last you begin to draw close to the spire of rock ahead. As for what awaits you there, we'll find out after these, no doubt, important messages.
Death Spiral Coffee. Whether it's presentation day at your work or school, you're doing battle with a dream demon, or you want to run entirely across Fanon. Do you struggle to keep up with your colleagues? Is the pace of life too fast for you? Do you have a deadline looming? Well, with Death Spiral Coffee, you can push on through and beat fatigue like it owes you money. So long, should I in your face exhaustion? Not today, Morpheus. Death Spiral Coffee, because Red Leaf's illegal. And welcome back. As but uh, so, as the storm rushes about you, uh, raging billow, uh, the sails billowing, blowing, and basically your increasingly exhausted crew of survivors uh, doing all they can to keep you on course, you have successfully managed to evade the gauntlet of whirlpools Hmm. however at last you begin to approach the distant uh, atoll almost more like a almost like a blade of rock spearing up from the sea you can see that it um, uh, that it uh, makes its way sort of slopes outwards near the waterline uh, permitting a tiny coastal settlement to cling to the rocks, rising slightly above the rest of that uh, coastal se- settlement on a slightly higher shelf, uh, you can see what appears to be a um, what appears to be some manner of tower uh, or similar. Almost uh, reminding you of classical sort of wizard tower pictures. Uh, uh, it definitely seems it, it. It is almost certainly. In fact, you would say that it is uh, all but certainly the tower of a wizard, based on the field of shimmering uh, bluish green force that is currently uh, erected around the outside of it. Uh, It is very clear that this force field is there to shield the inhabitant of the tower uh, from the increasingly growing uh, storm. The lashing uh, lashing rain, the uh, blowing winds, and very significantly for the inhabitants of the tiny village immediately below said tower, the rising waters. Uh, you find, you can see even from this distance that the water around the atoll is rising steadily, both uh, in the form of pounding. Uh, waves that are striking at the uh, ramshackle village uh, below the tower uh, and indeed at the tower uh, but also the fact that the, uh, the water is just the water level itself is just steadily rising so two things how do you reckon that is sorry what how old do you reckon that is too tall. Mm. Tall. Compensating at... for something? <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
looking at the way things are going, you draw two conclusions. First of all, this atoll is in no state to provide you safe harbour. Um, you can see in the distance what looks like uh, light through the clouds and the and what appears to be uh, more landmass, or at least it's hard to make out through the through the atmospheric haze created by the rain. Um, but you think you can see tall cliffs or similar in the distance. Um, again, hours of journey ahead. The other thing inference you draw is that um, the village is probably not going to stay above water. There is most of the atoll is sheer rock. Uh, tapering up to a point. The only place of even marginal safety appears to be the wizard's tower. Uh, and judging from the desperate figures uh, banging on the immovable force field, uh, the wizard is oh, not opening no. up. Oh dear. Mm. Uh, um, I have two questions. Um, out of character. Yes. Going character. Um, because they're about things that we can see so i wouldn't be like can i see this um one um i've never actually heard the word at all before what's what is it it's a tiny island more like a a teeny little island in this case uh more like a like a big old spire of rock sticking up out of the sea yeah okay spiral of rock sorry you're giving me a lot of painting material here if i'm honest um there are there is it does shallow out at the base where it hits the water, but um, there and there's room for perhaps twenty to thirty huts uh, clustering to the uh, clustering to the rock, seemingly made out of a mixture of uh, driftwood, cloth, uh, stone in some places, but there uh, uh, and generally a sense of. Uh, shabbled together, uh, yeah, cobbled together shanty uh, town. Um, my second question is, what is this force field like? Is it like a, because I'm picturing like a sphere, is it like a full-on bubble, does it go all the way up, or is it like a fence? It's more like a fence, it's like a, uh, it's like a, uh, not quite a full cylinder, because the tower abuts the rock, um, but like, you can see that it would be like a, like a cylinder going straight up, uh, to not quite the top of the tower um, but like a little bit below it Uh, Mm. you see that as a particularly high wave uh, rises up and smashes against the force field it does, it sort of glimmers and flickers a little but stays, uh, but remains in place Mm. okay How many people are banging on the force field? Yeah. Uh, looking at it from this distance, you could you would say at the moment uh, less than a dozen. However, there are definitely more people in the uh, in the shanty town. Uh, well, yeah, shanty 
Thorpe, I suppose, hmm. um, the cluster of huts, who are either seem to be trying to figure out if they could, if if just sitting on their rooftops will be enough and like clinging to them, uh, or whether they're going to have to try and uh, run for the uh, run for the tower. Regardless, there's a real shortage of high ground. A couple mm. are trying to scale the cliffs, but they're pretty sheer. Mm. You would mm. estimate maybe as many as 40, 50 people total. Uh, mm. They look largely to be orcs. Do the people who are hammering on the force field seem to be doing anything to it? Oh, no. Uh, Didn't they, think so. Like, they, like, Had to ask. Yeah, no, the the fists banging against this field, uh, even people like trying to hit it with bits of driftwood, is not doing anything more than making it like v- ripple colourfully. The only things that have actually made it significantly flicker has been the, you know, tons of water smashing it. Okay. Woof. Um, how many people can we fit on our ship is my first question. And my second question is, how does one damage a force field? Because, it, I don't know, those are the two things that are coming to me. What about you two? Um, we, we could also go over the top. Could I to make top. an estimate as to what the full carrying capacity of this ship would be? Yes. Safely. Uh, so you have recently acquired an, an almost full crew. Uh, yeah. The good query news is that you have very minimal supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you can certainly fit. Um, you, know, you certainly could fit an additional forty people aboard the ship, depending on how much longer this uh, on how long this journey goes on for uh you're well you're probably going to run out of what what little in the way of like barrels of water you have uh more uh, before you uh, before the lack of food becomes a problem mm. okay um because uh, because the it's like technically there's the rainwater um, hmm. There's also a lot of seawater splashing in from every side, as well. Yep. So there's a, uh, so, uh, but you would, you would be, uh, taking on an additional forty people will put you near the pretty damn close to the capacity uh, without thing, or at least you know people aren't going to. Uh, there's going to be room to still move around and everything, but pe- but they are going to be just. Oh yeah, they'll they'll have to take shelter in the cargo hold. Right. Okay, that's mm. good to know. What was that you were saying about going over the top, Scamp? Well, it doesn't look like that force field goes all the way to the top of the tower. It's open at the top. Oh yeah. I mean, that would get us in. I was just thinking about the people. Well, someone is controlling that force field. If we go inside, give them a good kicking until they take it down. Give them a whack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could also say. Hey, run to the ship and then go and like deal with it while that's happening. Yeah, because yeah, then if we deal with we the force the field, then they, maybe they can come back. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or we're leaving forty people on a island with no re- nothing on it and no way out. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I don't 
I wasn't suggesting leaving them for a second, to be honest. Oh, no, I, I mean, was... if, even if we get them into the tower, yeah. does that do any good? Depends what's in the tower. If there's a bunch of food stores in the tower, then yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or someone with the ability to make food. Mm. Two different people. What are they living off? That that place ain't big enough to survive. Uh, Two people pipe up at this point. First of all is Shanty, uh, who comments, I thought I. Yeah, I've got to say, I thought I grew up in a fucked up place. Yeah, this is. This is a bit of a mess, darling, honestly, isn't it? Um... The halfling... Um, <laughs> the halfling uh, uh, tel- uh, uh, helmsman points up, Listen, I don't come to your house and, ex- uh, 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 and complain about it. But you're right, it's pretty. It's a hard living. I'm you literally a- got on our boat and complained about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I can complain like immediately. about it. It's where I live. Yeah, but you got on our boat and complained. That you, you literally came into our house and complained about it. That's what we're saying. You literally did the thing that you just said you would never do, like five minutes ago. No, several hours. I'm very tired. You make a good point. Regardless, when the storm's not uh, not at its height, I imagine there's probably good fishing here. Yeah, that's uh, Do you know anything else about the people on the island there? I've not been here before, but... Uh, what I can see is that settlements like these usually do ha- do keep uh, store uh, 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 keep deep stores of some description, uh, provided they're in a position where that you know usually somewhere that's likely to with- uh, to withstand a storm, like behind a giant force field, for example. I mean that does occur, mm-hmm. uh, not least because. Uh, inconsistent as shipping can be around here, it, you can be waiting months without getting supplies through. So you tend to yeah. stop pile. Yeah, one would. It's right. a harsh living, but it is a living. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't. Maybe we go over, we give them the emergency scenario of go to the boat if we don't get the force field down. Yeah. How's that sound? And if we do well, get the force field down, then great, they can here. run and get all the wizard's food. Wizard's <laughs> food. Yeah, that sounds appetising. But yeah. I'm extremely no, tired. Anyone else? Agreed, yeah. And first things yeah. first, do you have any of your coffee left? Yes, but that is a debt that we would pay back. Mm. Celestia gives right. you a look that is in character, but is also me out of character, saying, <laughs> you will get another level of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. I mean, I may well in any case, but. Yeah. I mean, I'll leave that up yeah. to Causin. Yeah. Like, if if you want a coffee, I think you actually, can uh, do that. For, for the but... moment, Causin would power through, although he, he, you will all notice he is moving slower than he usually does. I have a question, actually. Could one chew coffee beans? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because that would work in real life. Yeah, you can just it's chew a, a mouthful of coffee ratchet, beans. Ratchet, and it'll be real bad oh, if yeah. they're not covered in chocolate or anything. No. That's our emergency that's, thing, that's I guess. That's emergency yeah. option. I will put this to you, I suppose, you actually. Um, darling, I think maybe we'd better leave that for, like, nightmare scenario. Um, but if you really need some, I'll hand you a handful of coffee beans and you can just chew them. It'll be awful. But um, <sighs> it should do it. Well, let's uh, hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, I would like to not do that. And he just sort of slaps that. himself in the face and tries to um, uh, continue on with what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, Victory, who pretty similarly is looking a little uh, like, is moving slower 
and uh, looking kind of baggy under the eyes. Nevertheless, sort of rolls her shoulders with a click uh, and says, Right, just tell me what you need doing. Celestia is coping with it by doing I'm not tired acting um, but it's a mm. bit it's a bit thin mm. I rolled and it was good because it's a performance check from Celestia yeah. but it's not her best mm. <laughs> at this stage uh, Victory, Celestia, Corzin are all on two levels of exhaustion yep. Scamp is on one level of exhaustion yep. as before any significant action will cost you a level of exhaustion uh, regardless of success or failure. Not doing nothing except keeping the ship steady will not incur a level of exhaustion. Okay, good to know. Alright, so it sounds like you'll make it, it uh, sounds like then your plan is to get to the uh, uh, to the atoll, try and get people in while uh, uh, while also approaching the uh, the tower. Yes. Probably, yeah. yeah. Does that sound about How right? How close to it can we safely anchor? Can we park? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So, that is going to strongly depend on someone's either perception or uh, sailoring check. Oh, well, if I go with perception, then the fact that him... I would normally have um, uh, advantage evens yes. out to just a regular roll. I give him a cuddle um, <laughs> to give inspiration because Celestia's oh. too tired to think of anything else. Okay. Love it. It just so. gives him a cuddle. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Perception. Okay, that's not terrible. Um, that is a dirty 20. That uh, is uh, that is enough. So uh, the answer to how close can you moor is uh, uh, can you drop anchor? Uh, 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 drop anchor is surprisingly close if you can see what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Assuming you're repeating the trick from before of a few dancing lights uh, yeah. to help guide the way. You are, you, you know, you, uh, once again you grip uh, the prow and call out a path uh, to the helmsman. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, who, uh, who, as the ship slows, carefully navigates a series of jagged rocks uh, that uh, uh, and shallows approaching the isle. Nevertheless, you are able to get close enough that the um, that the gangplank uh, can be lowered uh, 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 the gangplanks can be lowered because uh, you took some additional gangplanks off the other ship uh, and although it will require fighting through the water a bit uh, it looks like some of the denizens might be able to get to the ship as they are going to do so. They, uh, seeing the ship arrive, they start running over. However, uh, the nature of the uh, uh, the nature of this particular rock and the way it is split, especially uh-huh. with the tide uh, with the uh, the tides uh, coming in and the waves crashing down, means that right now you're pretty sure a third of them will get through before the next big tidal wave hits. Uh, because you can see a whopper 
uh, on the uh, uh, like approaching. The rest are either uh, too far away to definitely get to the ship in time right now, um, because, uh, or still trying to, uh, to 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 get into the tower. Uh, if you cannot either get them to safety uh, in the tower or behind the force field in some way, or get them onto the ship before the tidal wave arrives, or stop the tidal wave, then there, uh, then some or all of the remaining two thirds uh, may be lost. Okay. Uh, how quickly it, it, could we get? Could I get to the tower? Uh, I am going to say that uh, if you uh, if you cast, I mean, if you cast a fly spell, you can get there in a, a, that uh, you can get there in like less than a minute. Definitely, uh, like you can definitely get there before the tidal wave approaches. Okay. Um... When I'm saying tidal wave here, I want to just like warn like, off water. Yeah, this is like yeah. a tsunami. You've got a three minutes warning. Okay. Um, At some point during these three minutes, I just thrust a handful of coffee beans into Corlin's top waistcoat pocket, yeah. <laughs> okay. so that I you can pull that trigger whenever you like. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I will cast a fly on, I guess, myself and Celestia because you've not acted yet. I haven't on no. this, which is not meant to say you have to come with. But just because I'm going to cast it at fifth level, I have an extra person. Might as well, yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I have an, another person because um, uh, that's you know how what? fifth level works. I mean, horribly, so I probably I will, will also come grab it on cause because just in case somebody needs convincing, I am kind of the right person to bring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Before <laughs> I leave, go on. Uh, sorry. I. I it might be worth causing staying with the ships yeah. as you're doing the getting people onto right. it. Uh, well, but I will then... cast fly on you as well, since I have three targets. Okay, and, cool. And uh, Victory still has a third... Uh, I'm going to say... Essentially half and a third half. level spell, spell left, and therefore uh, will cast it on herself and join you. Yeah. Uh, cool. Because she is still available as a resource. Yeah. Basically, Victory is going to wait until either you ask her to do something, or the situation demands she does something at this point. Um, yeah. Would we be close enough to message Corzin from the tower, or like if needed? Um, you are close asking, enough to message tower. Okay, uh, I look at him and I say, like, "I will message if you got, you need to come over." Okay, but brilliant. You look Thank tired, you. so maybe yeah. I mean, we're all tired, but let's be no, there's, a, there's a thing I can do here that needs to be done, yeah. regardless of what happens. Yeah. Okay. See you in a bit. All right. The Good three, luck. Three of you uh, take into the air. Uh, and sail through the wind and storm until you are floating above the tower uh, and you're able to float for a moment above the tower and take stock of it. Uh, there is, You are indeed easily able to uh, go over the force field which rises a, a little over the, uh, the summit of the tower where you can see there is a slightly f uh, a sort of imperious looking but also slightly frenzied looking uh, long, uh, elf with long blonde hair uh, in uh, well less sort of like um, what you would associate with storybook wizard robes and more just like a long 
like a, a like a, a long uh, high leather coat uh, that's functionally a raincoat. Uh, who is uh, who appears to be yeah holding their uh, like holding onto their tower and looking between the orcs uh, sort of. Uh, hammering at the, the uh, uh, at the uh, force field and the oncoming tsunami, uh, oh. they definitely notice your approach. However, and look up as you arrive. Yeah. Uh, I, mechanically wise, it might be worth me taking a lead initially uh, because sure. I have fewer points of exhaustion. You go, go, go! And yeah. if you yeah. can avoid getting a level of exhaustion here, that would be lovely. I don't know if I will fly again anyway, but <laughs> yeah, up to. Oh well, to I cast it, so True. also. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. So. Hello. I would recommend you uh, let those people in down there. Otherwise, I will huff and I will puff and I will cast earthquake and bring your fucking tower to the ground. Let them in. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this is an intimidation check. You have already expended a fifth level spell uh, to raise your essentially three people uh, up to uh, to fly right next to the tower. So this is so from the stance of the wizard here. Yeah, you you look like you have the magic that you might be able to back this up. Can I mm. um literally like prestigitation? Nothing fancy. Can I make the hair like whip around in the wind and give them like? I would also like to thaumaturgy to make my voice real loud. Uh, yes, you combine these things. Your voice uh, thunders. Uh, you make uh, Scamp's hair whip around dramatically in the wind. You don't need to do this to victory. It's just happening for her automatically. <laughs> um, so yes, this would give you advantage. You have a level of exhaustion, so it's a straight uh, uh, intimidation oh. check. I'll give you inspiration, but I'm running low. <laughs> That's fine. Ooh, 21. Ah, well done. Uh, the... Okay, so the uh, so you you were saying let take the force field down, let the people in, uh, and let the people, or in. I will destroy your or tower. I will destroy your tower. <laughs> uh, the wizards uh, licks their lips, looking clearly uh, terrified, uh, but makes a uh, but calls out. Okay, I can see you're serious, but listen to me. If this, if I bring this force field down, I have no guarantee I can get it back up again in time for the wave to arrive. Please, if you just take this lot and uh, and and let me keep the force field up, I will give, I will grant you a boon. I have some magic uh, that doesn't draw on the force field that will help you out. But please. Don't make me take down the force field, or we might all die. Boone sounds kind of nice, actually. How are we both? How are we all feeling? Uh, can we can't get the people to the ship in time? Can we right? get the people to the ship or not? So, uh, in time, here's the condition. I uh, I'm going to be. I'm. I'm going to kind of like be a little clear on this. Yeah. Okay, uh, please. <laughs> if you accept the bribe, yeah, it will negate your the success you've just had. Uh, so you will still need to acquire another two. You will still need another two successful checks. So one from Victory, one from Celestia, to save everyone. Right. Um, 
if you don't accept the bribe, then this will count as one of your uh, three checks for this envir- uh, for this scenario. Right. But basically, you need to. Yeah. So you'll need to. You only need to do one more significant thing if you don't take the bribe. Mm-hmm. If you do take the bribe, you need to do two more things. Mm. Right. I'm I'm overcomplicating. Right. No, no, that no, that makes sense. It's just yeah. Okay. It's a Sorry. big. It's I'm a big I'm just. I'm trying to justify yeah. not taking a boon um, um, for when he can't keep people safe anyway, and maybe we can't. Okay. Um, I would say the position is. That's what I'm trying to do yeah, in my yeah. brain. Uh, the position is basically okay. Looking at what it is. I'll rephrase this a different way. If you take the boon, uh, he won't. Uh, sorry, they won't drop the force field. You will need to get. You will need instead to expend your magic and skills to get everyone onto the ship. If you don't take the boon, they will drop the force field. But now you need, uh, and that will get them into the tower. But now you need to make sure the tower survives the earthquake, uh, right. the oncoming uh, tsunami. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to take about a sentence in character because I think visually that would actually make sense from the character yeah. point of view. So yeah, so that was actually what I needed. We did a situation. Yeah. Um, translation. Got it. I kind of just turned to Scamp and go. Do we think we're more likely to be able to keep this tower up or move a load of people to the ship ahead of that tidal wave? I don't have anything to make them move fast, I don't think. I don't have anything to do anything on a wave that big. I can mm. I can resist a wave that bit uh, that big for a time. But or I could try and sap some of its power. Um basically yeah, could, the, yeah. If we could get them into the, if we can get them into the tower, I can weaken the wave enough that maybe the tower itself will survive, even without the force field. Right. If we can't get them into the tower, then I can buy you more time, and you're gonna need, uh, and you're gonna need to either hurry them up uh, through magic or just convince them that they're not getting into this tower and they need to shift it. Uh. Um, a destructive wave wouldn't do fucking anything to a tidal wave. Um, yeah, I'm really struggling for anything. What if I the gravity, like right in front of it, where the wave's going to hit? That's important. Yes, that Ooh. would. Uh, that would. So, I mean, that's big. Uh, it is big. You mentioned earthquake. Could you cast earthquake in front of it and create a counter wave? Earthquake is really big. Yeah, I'm yeah, bigger than the other of, one, it? It's yeah. it's a hundred foot radius. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. It gets. But, it will get the tower. It will get us. It will get the <laughs> ship. We're just gonna get more waves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thought I would suggest it, but yeah, yeah. it's a decent <laughs> suggestion. It's just massive. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I will say is, uh, I'm not. These are good suggestions. I'm not gonna pre- pre- prohibit you from acting again. Uh, in the, because of these suggestions, Scamp. What I will say is, you will take a second point of exhaustion yeah, that's the, if that's you take the, the action. You'll have caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really can't think of anything I can do for a tidal wave. Um, it's more the fact that if we take a, I mean, a boon would be great, but also then we have to succeed on two rolls, which 
yeah. is also two levels, two people getting another level of exhaustion. It's not worth it. It's really not. Unless the boon's great. I mean, um, do you want to ask what the like? You can just if you want to mm -hmm. if, if you want to haggle, you've got about two minutes. Will the boon make us less tired? Uh, no, but I got. Well, I don't it's care. It's a magical then. marquee tent. It will shield you against the elements. Oh, I can Sorry, do that. It's anyway. a magical marquee tent. It will shield you against the elements. A no, tent. It, it it can shield dozens of people against the elements. It can't resist a tidal wave, but if you're going into the frozen north, it might make a difference. Struggling to have an interest in things that can't resist a tidal wave at this exact second, if I'm honest. How are we? How are the rest of us feeling? I'm feeling like I could just make some little huts that would do similar. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll protect your tower. Let them in. <laughs> okay. Um, they are, I uh, think. Is that the, that's the consensus? Yep. Okay. The, uh, as mentioned before, the elfin question is... Uh, suitably already terrified of you uh and therefore does not like uh, rem uh with the uh, with the storm raging and seeing the uh approaching tidal wave and your very credible threat to take da uh, to just destroy their tower uh they uh, they grip the uh, the uh, the edge of the tower shit and they smack several points on the tower's uh, stones and with a uh, with a sort of <laughs> the force field comes down uh, the panicking orcs begin gesturing to each other they wrench open the much more mundane front door uh, and struggle into safety uh, at which point the sea uh, the sea arrives the uh, a raging tidal wave uh, taller uh, taller than the tower almost as tall as the uh, as the atoll itself is bearing down uh, upon you now I tell them to bring up the anchor um, the, it'll just capsize the ship otherwise and yeah, we yeah, should yeah. Face into it. On your side, you've got everyone on that you possibly can, um, yeah. and you just uh, and you just weigh anchor and start. Also, moving. I'll understand in the moment if I don't know this, but would it be? Is there any way of me being able to tell if this is like a like magically created thing? Not a damn clue. <laughs> okay, no, no worries. Good question, man. Yeah, I mean, fair uh, to assume, really, just in the fact that. I mean, given where we are, yeah. I thought it was a reasonable um, hypothesis, but I suppose anyway. literally worth, yeah. everything here is magically created. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's it, like it probably is. <laughs> like, yeah, the answer is any more or less so than the rest of the environment. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. is this on also I had or is something. If it was a it? spell that had created it, what well, yeah. I might have been able to do, but no, uh, we we are just trying to. Crest is, over this you're wave. You're not seeing any spirits involved. Sure. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, okay. Good. Cool. <laughs> the raw uh, with the rage uh, uh, with the roar of the sea uh, bearing down on you. Uh, victory looks to you, Scamp, and says, uh, uh, "And I think it will offer. You don't have to. I can do this. Are you sure you're going to be able to?" 
I think I can make it. Just it, yeah. If there is a roll, it probably is a better one for. Oh no! Victory, victory is the do. point where they just need to, where she just needs to start spending uh, high-level spell slots here. So okay, yeah, that might be worth it because okay. I can then also I can bend fate. Yeah, if needed uh, to add to her things, which I can't do for myself. Yeah. All right then. Uh, taking uh, uh, getting a nod from you. Uh, she lands on the tower, um, and because my other one is th- my seventh level. And I think at this point she is going to fuck it, raise one hand uh, dramatically to the sky. Uh, which is the rock star I'm thinking of? I think it might be Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Freddie Mercury style, um, <laughs> and. A, with a, cr- a thunderous crack, a bolt of lightning uh, shoots mm. de- uh, uh, f- down from the clouds and she directs her hand forward, straight forwards, um, sending it into the tidal wave um, with a very, very souped up, <laughs> effectively control water here. Um, the li- As the lightning bolt hits the wave, it Parts in the center, uh, a la the Red Sea, (laughs) um, and smashes into the wall, uh, into the rock face either side of the tower. Um, It utterly like levels half the buildings in the uh, shanty town. Uh, the ru- onrush of water s- uh, uh, sends the already underway uh, ship uh, underway uh, under its way much more violently and quickly. Uh, but she sta- uh, but she stands put and holds the split in the water uh, for a solid three more minutes of just repeated crashing waves uh, before they. Uh, before the water level uh, seems to stabilize um, uh, enough that it's clearly not planning to keep rising any further. I'd like to take my flight path to slightly under where she is in case she falls afterwards. Um, She's literally become the close enough meme. (laughs) I mean, she probably would have stopped flying. Um, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, she has stopped flying because she's she's concentration. So um, I guess she's standing on top of the tower. Yeah, maybe? she's. I guess. She's so I guess sagging. we're hovering in case she falls. Yeah, she is yeah. sagging. Yeah, the two was like tower. under here, like yeah, <laughs> like when you're spotting someone on a ladder. going back and forth a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole time, the wizard has been panically like pressing different bits of the tower, and you've seen the occasional greenish blue flickers uh, from below. And just as Victory manages to defeat the last of the tidal waves, the force field flickers back into existence, uh, rises back up. Looks uh, the uh, the wizard looks around. Good. Opens up a hatch, steps down into it, <clears throat> closes it, and locks it behind them. What a terrible person. I know, right? Uh, yeah, I think under the circumstances, maybe uh, we should leave them to the mercy of their tenants. Yeah, um, oh. yeah. right here. It just, yep. 
she kind of just like slumps into your arms and lets and like lets you half carry her uh, back to the ship. I mean, on the kind of justification that she's not flying anymore, I'm slightly bigger and Scamp's the one concentrating on our flying spell. I will take her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will sort of hover around you as like going around circles in case you slip. Be but the be the spotter for the tired person. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Do I get away without an extra level of exhaustion? You do. Cracking. You have not needed to significantly exert yourself. Yeah. Uh, the, the flyback is a bit exactly because um, blood magic strength stuff. <laughs> so, uh, apparent, uh, apparently there is, uh, yeah, the, the Sirenscape, uh, I think, doesn't like the internet connection in this room. Uh, so we have um, we've, we've got the sound of the sea Do we have music? No No music ah. No music for us The sea's very atmospheric though, it's quite nice yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Also, very, this it, is like the sea's domain, we assume So yeah. it makes sense It's not the <laughs> music's domain no, non-diegetic music yeah. <laughs> oh, We're not in the musician's room, are we? Yeah. True oh, the If this isn't the sea's room, room, then who... <laughs> If this turns out to be the Smith's room, <laughs> just for shit. A twist. <laughs> the Smith waves. Um, We've actually completely mistaken it. When we go to the C's room, it will just be like, like every room, walls, ceilings, chairs, tables, all covered in tiny letter C's. Yeah, oh, I was thinking one giant The challenge is that. We have to say, like, every, everything has to begin with a C. We're not allowed to use non-C words. <laughs> well, I know what C word I just want to use and nothing else for you. <laughs> over and over and over again. Yep. Uh, so, I make that one, two... So that is... I make that three levels of exhaustion for causing, three oh. for victory... Uh, and I think now two for Celestia and Scamp. Yep. I was As... keeping the um, the ship stable, basically, wasn't I? Uh, yeah. No. And you getting us close enough. the ship in. Mm. Uh, ah, right, close yeah. enough. That's why, that's why you're on three. Yeah. Right. Uh, gotcha. you, got, you got us close enough that the people could get on at all. Yeah. Mm. Ridiculously difficult bit of sailing. <laughs> so just as a, as a handy reminder, um, Celestia and Scamp, you have disadvantage on ability checks. Your speed is halved. Mm-hmm. Causing in victory. All of those and disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Ah, uh, the gift that keeps on giving, exhaustion. <laughs> and it will con- and it will give and take more to come. We're gonna mm-hmm. need so um, many days of rest unless there's some magical way of getting rid of this at the end. Oh no. Watch the seas boon just be, you're not tired now. Yeah. <laughs> That's such an asshole. Well, I, I mean, would the, take the tides it, are relentless. <laughs> it, is, it is fair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, I think. <laughs> okay. However, you have managed to rescue, at least for a time, the uh, a, about a third of the village uh, from by loading them onto the uh, onto the uh, ship. The other two thirds, uh, it's probably actually close to half and half at this point, uh, managed to get into the tower uh, and withstand the thrashing waves. And the arsehole wizard. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> 
the uh, now they're ready to take retribution upon their landlord. Um, <laughs> yes, this is a story. I mean, that I'm was here the vibe for. I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, uh, as you uh, return to the ship and uh, and make your way onward, uh, you've not filled the the hold uh, you uh, at all. You have probably gained about twenty people. There are thereabouts, okay. um, and the uh, the orcs uh, and what few belongings they could t- uh, drag with them uh, gratefully accept the shelter. Uh, some of them, uh, one of the, a couple of them, have some uh, uh, quiet words with the helmsman, who nods and looks back. All right, if we can manage to get to some safe harbor, they'll. Uh, take passage with the next ship heading back this way and Cracking. make their way home once they can. Lovely. Do we know where the nearest one of those to here is? Well, uh, it looks like this one is out, but uh, according to them, uh, it seems like they do know of... Uh, they do know uh, of a... Actually, yeah. <laughs> According to them, we're going to need to head all the way up to, uh, oh, back home, so to speak. Uh, if we go, if we keep going north, the nearest solid port, uh, well, there's two, actually. The one for sure is Lion's Rock, uh, which is... Uh, is a fortress uh, up at the very uh, up in the very uh, arse end of the frozen north. Lovely. Mm. Uh, it's they say, uh, I mean, and that's a, that at least is guaranteed to be safe. The storm breaks there. He nods to the north, and you can f- you think you kind of very faintly see like the uh, like in the distance, like almost like a like like a glimmer of light. Uh, through the uh, through the clouds, but again, this place plays merry devil with your sense of distance and perception. However, uh, they did see that apparently there was a uh, there was a mining expedition uh, that uh, was w- uh, that went up to the uh, to some of the ice flows north of here. So there's a chance that the expedition might have might have managed to carve out uh, some sort of stable ground or footing uh, in that time, depending on how well they've proceed, uh, they've managed to do. We could, could have a chance to uh, make uh, uh, to make a stop there. Mm. Right. Uh, so that that one's a bit. I'm really sorry. Character. I had an ADHD blip. What we got. So, far away port north definitely has storm breaking. Near a port, what was what was the first sentence of that problem? Uh, the first sentence. So basically, that one it ha- is a uh, is a mining expedition. Mining expedition. Uh, and they could there could be safe harbour there, mm. depending on whether they've managed to establish an outpost successfully. Right. Don't love the uncertainty when we're this tired. Mm. Yeah, I think the um, the distance in um, in question has to be the deciding factor here. What do you mean? 
in terms of if it's going to take us longer to get to a place, that uh, means we are going to be that much more um, exhausted by the time we get there. Yes, but if we make a stop somewhere beforehand mm. and it's fucked and we have to do a load of stuff mm. and then we have to sail to the far one anyway. Like, do, do you get what I mean? Yes. Well, I've got some good or possibly bad news for you. Okay. Go on. If you're going to make your way to the Lion's Rock, you're going to need to... Uh, you're probably gonna. You're gonna need to go through the ice flows, right? Uh, and you're gonna I need to navigate the glaciers. Don't suppose the people on the mining expedition would be any good at navigating ice flows, would they? Oh, I imagine so. That's literally what they came here to do. Right. Maybe is... we should call in on this mining expedition just in case they already have a safe port or something. Then, what do you two think? Um. Oh. Yeah, I I can keep some folks warm and safe at mm. a time, and that might help when we get to it. But if we've got some folks who can get us get through quick, that that might not uh, be a bad thing to have. I can mm. do some little bits of shit like keeping people, keeping a few people's clothes warm, warming up drinks, that kind of bollocks. Makes a small I difference. I can keep nine people safe from the cold at a time. Right. Um, but they Does can't it have do to much. be the same nine people, or could they like shift no, them out? No, they could right. shift. So I can make a little house. I can make a little dome, but it can only fit ten people, including me, in it, and it will be mm. warm in there, regardless right, so of how nice. it is outside. They can come and go. If I leave it, it breaks. Mm. Good to know. Then I mean, prioritise the off shift people. This is the. It, uh, it could be a thing where we can shift in and out of folks, but yeah. we might want to make the shift shorter, honestly. And it have, lasts eight have hours, and I can do it. I can just keep casting it. I'm gonna. All right, we're, this we're is, only four shifts then. This is the tiny hut, isn't it? Yeah. And off, off the top of, <laughs> just reminding myself, you can do this as a ritual, can't you? Yeah. So it takes me eleven minutes to cast it. Okay. Um, I will, in which, yes, because you have been, because, uh... Well, hold on, creatures and objects within the dome, when you victory. cast it, can move it through freely. Yeah. So I will have to recast it each time, um, but it's a ritual, so I can just keep recasting it every time we shift people between it. Yeah, victory has access to the same ritual, uh, has access to ritual magic as well, because, you know... Frankly, her mum has looted a lot of ritual magic, a lot of magic books. Yeah, her mum is also a literal wizard, so and that is makes a sense. Wizard. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, why wouldn't you teach your out, child that? Victory <laughs> points out that she can, uh, she can create a second one of these. Uh, right, unless, so we can double them up. That's pretty great. A significant way to help. Is um, that going to give her another point of exhaustion? Well, the thing is, you can do. Oh. Like up to twenty people of the in these at once, I think you said by shoving them in. So I'll say that on the ship, as you're making your way uh, forward, uh, to a degree, yes, it will. Uh, uh, like it will, uh, you can do this uh, so such that it's not going to exhaust you. Um, however, if you 
if circumstances begin to get more difficult or uh, there requires some, some other way, then being able to do this uh, may instead form the foundation of a different check. Mm. Okay. But this itself will not give a level. Uh, this itself will not cost a level. Cool. Rather, okay, this, this gives you... A, you can't shield the whole ship, but you do. You can create two bubbles of warmth. Mm, yeah, because we really want to avoid getting causing or victory another exhaustion yeah. if we can. We also don't want the uh, crew to get hypothermia. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, but we OC... also want you alive. It's an OC mechanics question. Yes. Um, if we have this place that is protected from the elements, and we went into it for an hour, could 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 that be a short rest place or no? If the answer is no, because elements were running in and out doing shit because we're the main crew members, that is valid. But I just thought it was worth asking. Good question. That because of the inspiration, but also if I don't get it, because the whole point is that we don't get rests. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna say that, um, unfortunately, no. This oh. does not provide a secure method of. There's taking, just, like, too much to rests. do. Yeah. Uh, it's not just too much to do. Even, like, Scamp, who has to just be in there, can't get a rest because you are moving through continuous tossing, turning waves. Um, hey. Uh, tossing and turning waves, uh, the torment of the storm. You may not... While, within, while you're within the dome... You are not taking. You're not taking the wind. You're not taking the rain, but you are like having to expend an effort just to stay in place. Like even if slide out the side of the hut. Yeah, basically, like even, like even if you, frankly, even if they tied you to the mast, uh, the way things are right now, you're either not. Well, I mean. You wouldn't need to uh, take it. You wouldn't need to spend effort, um, uh, uh, effort. You know, keeping yourself in place. You're also not going to get much rest tied to a mast. Mm. But I might you actually can tie sail myself past to sirens mast, <laughs> without stopping your ears. I'll get properly <laughs> Odysseus on this. Yeah. <laughs> I might also just tie myself to it because if I slide out of it and it breaks, that would suck. Valid, yeah. <laughs> it won't make it won't help me rest, but it will stop it from just falling apart. I mean, if you can't rest anyway, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, it. You know? <laughs> Tie yourself to the mast. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, fortunately, there are no shortage of people experienced in tying uh, knots here, uh, and they quickly create uh, and uh, following your suggestion, you're quickly trussed up with a, a, a with a quick release knot. Thank you. <laughs> that you are able to swiftly remove, uh, yep. uh, swiftly undo and escape your, bind, your, your bonds. Um, what I would like to be doing is, um, I, th- I think this is what Celestia does when it's like really fucking cold. Um, basically just being a morale man, so singing yeah. a lot of songs and making... Morale, morale man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable. <Sorry. laughs> it was really cute. I enjoyed it very much. Um... <laughs> Like, basically giggling in the face of a storm, um, making everything very silly, singing songs, um, like a very sort of sarcastically windy weather boy stormy weather boy starts up quite quickly, and lots of lots of silly songs about mm. storms, but also casually keeping an eye out for who looks the coldest 
and like concerningly cold like blue lips and stuff who looks the coldest who is outside the hut because I will do two things the people who I don't think I can help I will drag into the hut and make them swap mm. with someone the people who I think could be helped by like their coat being warmer I will warm it up with prestidigitation for a bit I can yeah. do like five things at once and I just kind of swap it round okay. or like warm up a drink for someone that like warm up the canteen of water they have so that they have something hot um yeah at this stage, you are able to do this, um, like, at this stage, it is not yet so cold and overwhelming that just the act of doing, of, of juggling this exhausts you. Mm. You are able to keep this counts as steady sailing. Yeah. However, it that ain't does gonna last. <laughs> grow colder. Rain turns to sleet turns to hail and soon enough to snow as you uh, the winds don't die down by any means but they grow less brutal nevertheless there are flurries um, uh, there are flurries abounding and the wind uh, and the uh, storm has an unfortunate tendency to switch between uh, between thick blanketing snow and uh, uh, and, sh- and shards of hail uh, at a whim. The terrain changes as well, and indeed, because terrain does begin to appear. Instead of the shards of black rock piercing their way out of the water, you begin to see icebergs floating chunks of white amidst the water, and in the distance, a a growing landmass that as far as you can see is nothing but ice and snow. Precious little... Actually, no. I say precious little. Absolutely zero in terms of vegetation uh, or welcoming uh, regions. You might be able to... In theory, you could uh, probably drop anchor near one of the... uh, near some of this icy wasteland. Um, But looking out at the... Uh, looking out at the ice plains uh, you draw the conclusion that your chances of survival are actually better in the boat (laughs) than they would be trying to just trek across uh, the ice caps cool aim for the gaps helm Uh, and gap indeed you can see that as the that there are passageways up ahead uh, great cracks uh, with rising uh, almost cliffs of ice that pass between it's hard to tell where's just landmass and where are just giant icebergs except for when on occasion they suddenly tilt and move and float free your course is taking you further north and the st- you can see that the and you can see now the distant what looks almost like a very distant uh, 
pencil-thin beam of light amidst a swirling morass of snowstorm. That is your ultimate destination, perhaps. However, several hours, uh, that is still many hours ahead, because uh, much sooner you spot a tiny plume of blackish smoke, which stands out just by sheer virtue of not being bloody white (laughs) amongst all the snow. Pulling up your spyglass and squinting through it, you can make out what look like a handful of um, shelters, tents, half-borrowed snow, it's hard to say, gathered around a smaller uh, structure. Uh, Looks like it might have been made of it could be made of stone, maybe of ice uh, in places, it's hard to tell, from which the solitary plume of smoke seems to be coming. Uh, it's by no means, you know, a healthy port, but it does seem that there is a, there is a settlement, or at least a cluster of tents, uh, not too far from the water's edge. It was a settlement of some kind over there to the northwest. I suppose that's probably what we're looking for, isn't it? Yeah. Probably. Fuck me, it's freezing. Yep. I'll get colder yet. Oh, I know, I know. I just. Yeah, I needed a moment off being being happy about it. I'll turn it back on in a minute, promise. The. Um, unfortunately, once again. As you draw closer, the pro- uh, the hope of a uh, the hope of a functioning port dwindles. Ugh. You can see now that the settlement, such as it is, is not so much a shambles as threadbare. Uh. There are perhaps a few. There, are, there are a few dozen short, sturdy-looking figures, or they would be short and sturdy. They, some of them are trying to, uh, are like ineffectively trying to dig uh, at some exposed rock face nearby. Others are sitting listlessly or huddling uh, as best they can in their in their shelters but it's clear that whether through storm or accident or what most of the tents are ruined uh, or broken or otherwise unfit for purpose the people here uh, for the most part at least appear to be showing all the signs of extended exposure mm. um, to the uh, to the ice, to the snow. There are 
little blackish patches in places where you can see there must have been campfires, um, but everything that could be burned, and you suddenly realize what might have happened to, to, to a lot of the tents, especially the wood poles and in places the fabric, uh, where, they've, uh, uh, where they've not, uh, what their fate was. As you can see now that this... There are too many people. There are too many dwarves here for the number of remaining tents. Mm. They've burned everything they can for heat, uh, except for whatever is burning in the uh, in the one permanent structure. It looks to be some sort of perhaps foundry or smelter. Um, it is constructed half of uh, blocks of stone, half of blocks of ice, and it seems to be the only place with a working fire. It is very definitely uh, closed, and we're not. And it doesn't look like the dwarves here are even at a stage where they can try to force their way in. This is not a. You will find no shelter here. Good. You can sail onwards, but it is clear that these people will die of exposure if mm. they do not find somewhere else to go or another solution to their problem. Oh, we're definitely not uh. going to leave people in the cold, are we? Celestia. How <laughs> many of them Exasperatedly. are there? Uh, you would say about, at best guess, about four dozen oh, oh we can't fit can we them, fit on? them on it will you, you at that point you will be you will basically Crowded. be crowned yeah so it's going to make there's gonna this there it's gonna be real tight on the well, ship more people to share the body heat with <laughs> <laughs> also we're a few hours from the end supposedly unless we sink uh they certainly have no ability to uh, to travel onwards from here. Actually, I think I've been meaning to do for a while, actually. Can I kneel down and cast Primeval Awareness? You can. There is a pulse uh, that goes out. This is interesting. Uh, I'm just trying to think how this registers. I guess for lack of a better word um, it's a strange thing you can <laughs> you can feel the roar of the sea but uh, it's but that's just the roar of the sea you're not thinking right, of the yeah. eye you're not thinking of uh, the kraken or anything like that um, you get the slightly kind of infernal sense from the uh, from the skulls you get uh, Marjorie's little trill but it's also joined by something else um, it's really hard to describe because it's not exactly like anything you've encountered before but it's sort of familiar. Okay. Um, 
The best. Would it fall like into a broad category? Uh, let me just look at the categories you have. Um, um, it's Celestial, Fey, Fiends, Undead, The Kraken, um, uh, Dragons. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm forgetting one. Hang on. Nah, Aberrations. Uh, aberrations, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And Undead. Uh, so, weirdly... It, you're getting a sense of something that's familiar-ish um, to Marjorie, but also, like, kind of familiar-ish to what you felt um, in the, to the sort of weird differences, like highs and lows you felt when you were in the City of Golden Law. Okay. Um, it's not really any of those. Like, neither Celestial, Fiend, nor Fae. Uh, you could, to borrow a term from older editions, uh, mm -hmm. you could term this outsider. Um, certainly there is... There Ooh, is, uh, okay. Yeah, it's not exactly that. It's, there's, there's, there is a... There is a sense of there is an echo to of what you feel from Marjorie of a sense of artifice in some right. way, um, but it is yeah. But whatever you're feeling, and it feels like there's certainly it within six miles, something, uh, something or some things are in some way magical by their very nature. Alright. That's not wholly surprising given where we are, but good to know. I have a question. Hmm. Um, how far away is the camp from us? Uh, you will sail, like, here's the thing, like, you will sail past it on your way north. Um, mm. So it's just a question of whether you want to sail up to it or not. Sailing up to it, uh, let's say, uh, uh, sailing up to it, I would say that there's probably it's probably as as the uh, Marjorie flies or would fly if she was still mm -hmm. capable of flight um, for any prolonged distance. I don't know if cockroaches can fly. I don't think yeah, just no. yeah. I'm pretty sure um, they can a bit. They've got so. wings. Oh uh, yeah, so they can hop. They can. Oh uh, yeah, because I don't. I don't know. think they can. I could be wrong though. Yeah. I have no idea. But uh, certainly, as Marjorie cannot fly in this storm, most cockroaches do not fly at all. But they hmm. do have wings. Um, all species of cockroaches have wings, but not all are good flyers or don't hmm. fly at all. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they're, they're more like kind of like land-based gr yeah. land And cockroaches that are able to fly will usually only do so for heat or cold conditions encourage it. So actually it's really yeah. freezing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yes, Marjorie might be more willing to fly, uh, but she's not making it through a storm. But as the Marjorie would fly, mm. uh, they're probably only about 200 feet from the water's edge. Oh, that's nothing. Um, but it is up kind of steep climbing. Okay. Um, I'm having a thought. Go on. Um... So I'm going to say this out of character so that we can talk mechanics, and then I'll, I'll, I'll suggest sure. it after in. Um, Mirage Arcane. 
which is a seventh level spell because I know that you're thinking yeah. about spell levels. Um, basically, it can it can change up to a mile square, um, and it is an illusion, mm-hmm. but it includes audible, visual, tactile, tactile, and olfactory elements. So it can turn clear ground into difficult terrain, or vice versa. Um, like it says. Um, open fields or a road could be made to resemble a swamp um, a pond could be made to seem like a grassy meadow like it can do I could make a road <laughs> for them to walk down by the looks of things um, yeah. I'm going to say that you can do more than that mm. because you can create sort of um, I think you can like it's all, is it olfactory can you do thermal illusions and everything don't know have a look Thank at the you. spell description I think I could do audible, visual, warms, tactile, and olfactory elements. Okay. I would assume that that would include like heat. Uh, Heat is not included, but since you are doing tactile effects, yeah, that uh, would come into it. uh, What you can, I will say that what you can do. uh, Must forget heat's touch based. Mm. uh, (laughs) uh, Is although you can't shield them from feeling cold yeah i can't like change the weather exactly yeah you, what you can do is trick them into believing that they are not feeling the wind that is pushing against them mm. because that is a tactile effect mm-hmm. but that the thing is the wind actually kind of doesn't happen because it is it's that level of illusion yeah that's the thing yeah the wind they are absolutely going to like if you if you use this to to reshape the terrain they are absolutely still going to be struggling through snow over difficult terrain uh in horrible windy conditions however you can make it so that they do not feel the wind they do not feel realize the difficulty and they uh, uh, and that i don't think that's i think it does actually make it different terrain basically it literally says it can turn difficult terrain into not difficult terrain or vice versa. <clears throat> yes. So this is my explanation of how this works. Oh, okay. Cool. This is you flavoring the, it. Yeah. This is like me ruling what is actually happening if you cast this. Um, so ultimately... Because I think it does actually like stop people having mechanical effects from things. Yes. Like yes. It stops yeah. the mechanical effects. Cool. Uh, but like this is me justifying it. Cool. That <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Carry on. Um, you cannot actually change the ground with this you can't actually change the environment so what would be you know two to three hundred feet of difficult terrain clambering and so on you can make seem to them to be a well-paved road with steps leading down uh with wind breaks that are sheltering them from the wind mm-hmm. uh, all so that, that stuff the, so that everything is a lot easy uh, uh, looks and feels uh, and all but uh, apart from the cold a lot easier to traverse through now that's the good side uh, uh, now the thing is it is still a nightmarish climb uh, it is still uh, uh, going through horrifying wind and cold but what you're basically doing is tricking their bodies into pushing past their limits mm. because they believe that this is not the case like you know this uh you're in a life or death situation so you're definitely doing them a favor um but you know there is a but 
there is a risk they will damage themselves doing so because although it is not treated as difficult, they do not treat it as difficult terrain. It's still diff. It's still terrain <laughs> that is they might do that anyway in a desperate bid to get to freedom, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. So there is a risk of them injuring themselves. And so, so I think. I hope you don't mind me talking through mechanics first, but I thought it was pointless us having a whole conversation about it if it That's was like totally this, fair. this is oh, yeah. number one. Yep. Um, I will now suggest it in character. So you know that time that I made a whole city like sing in a threatening manner? Yep. Yeah. I think I could do that Sorry, with... Sorry, what? Uh, don't worry, darling. Um, I'll, I'll tell you later. I'm very tired. I can't be bothered to explain it right now. Um, but I think I could do a bit of that, but like make them a nice road to walk down right. um, that says hello, go this way, there's a nice ship there that maybe you'll be a bit more alive on and stuff. Um, when you say says like, that, are you gonna, is it literally going to say that or is it going to just suggest it by actually, being an inviting like, route? Actually, so tired that I was kind of thinking of like signs like literal like arrows. Okay, signs, yes. If the road yeah. starts talking, they might run away. Yeah, they might go the other way. Um yeah. yeah but signs, on... yes, good. They yeah. also might already be cold enough to be hallucinating and stuff, so I don't want to be too, you know, fucking insane. Um, but yeah, it's a big fucking spell, not gonna lie. Um right, but I've got an idea I feel like their... it's probably worth it, right? Yes. I've got yeah, an idea we can get their attention initially. What were you going to say, Corzin? Launch off one of the um, uh, the fireworks. Get their attention, then give them the uh, the, the pass to follow. Uh, it seems like a waste of fireworks. It's one. I've got just... loads. No, but I can literally just like make the ship glow up and oh. point a load of signs right. at it. Like, it's Brilliant. a mile squared, darling. We're in the mile. <laughs> Fine. All right, let's do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I can literally do a mile. <laughs> So, uh, this does... Uh, uh, and so, um, yeah, what happens? Music. goes <laughs> <laughs> over, over the storm, lots of electric guitar. It's all very dramatic and silly. And um, Rainbow Spirit basically spills onto the floor like paint, is I think how we've done this before. Spills over the sides of the ship and over the sea. Basically like, yeah, like, like acrylic pouring videos. <laughs> you know those ones that we all watch sometimes yeah. or is that just me I've watched no, they're really fun to watch they are very yeah. relaxing they're very relaxing Would very if you haven't watched them you should they're very nice um, it's like an acrylic pouring video the rainbow spirit goes over basically all the features of the landscape um, and covers them and as it pulls away um, it leaves Ellie's tyre so it leaves a yellow brick road <laughs> <laughs> because I Yay. think that's funny um, and also because it's a very different colour to all the white and blue and stuff around. So this road is in like very like warm colours. Yeah. Um, and it's got, as you say, like big wind breaks around, which are in rainbows because Celestia's brain's just working unhinged at this point. Rainbow uh-huh. wind breaks um, and big signs with Celestia's face on it saying, <laughs> come this way, we've got a ship. Um, it's safe. We've got little warm huts on it. Like all the signs, like have different bi- different things about the ship on them. <laughs> um, and also, I make... is telling them to follow the yellow brick road, though. That yeah. would be too far. Yeah, <laughs> and I also make our ship literally like glow in rainbows. Um, and there's a big sign above it that just says "Safety." We got warm stuff here. 
like um yeah and there's music that is like supposed to be comforting all the way through it but like whether it is or not is your call (laughs) okay uh so i'm gonna say it is Basically, although it's kind of weirdly carnival-y, sort of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, That's correct. Little lights flashing on and off around the ship, like, you know, like yeah. carnival lights. Oh, and down the edges of the road, there's, like, flashy lights to light the way. It's a little bit like an airport runway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, you basically... The, 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 the Purple. Ice and no, snow, rainbow. Fuck it, everything's rainbow. Uh, smooths <laughs> into a paved yellow brick road um, sm- uh, with rainbow sort of multicoloured lights down the side that flash up in like a, mm-hmm. an air- airport landing strip fashion, like directing them down. Yeah. Sp- uh, uh, walls of ice come up as mm. windbreak and suddenly like, become rainbow Celestia tinted. does Mickey Mouse wizard gestures. So all this is happening. <laughs> Stands uh, on some ludicrous bit of the ship that she shouldn't be able to balance on because that's uh-huh. fun. Snow goes up the crow's nest or whatever. Fuck knows. Yeah. We're on the rigging, improbably. And following our Wizard of Oz theme, a giant uh, version of Celestia's face appears <laughs> <laughs> next to the signs floating in the air, pointing safety, shelter, warm things. Doing, like, the air hostess gestures. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The entrances are here and here and here. You've let Celestia do an illusion when she's at already two levels of exhaustion. It's about to be a third. It was going to get weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm assuming it's a third now. Yes. Yes, it's a third level of exhaustion at this point. So, um, you... So, the good news... Is that yeah? This has an obvious and immediate effect. Yeah, um, it does take ten minutes, by the way, just so that you're aware. Over the co- off, yeah. like as dwarves stare bemusedly over the next ten minutes, uh, <laughs> just like rainbow just creeps to, towards. Yeah, them. <laughs> starting to like pick them. Some of them beginning to nudge each other and pick their way up as the land transforms around them. Some are a little freaked out by this. Others, but others are just sort of desperate enough. Or, or uh, that they'll just take they'll take it mm. at this point like they don't know what's going on um and a third to a half of them uh do manage to pick themselves or in seven cases pick each other up and take the risk they test the ground seem to find it stable and begin stumbling forwards yeah. Uh, I will shout at the other two. Um, word of warning: I don't imagine this is actually like curing anything that they have going on. So, um, I there is a slight worry of them dropping halfway through the journey or something. Don't worry, we'll set up some um, uh, some spaces below for them. Great. Uh, however, as they begin stumbling their way down the yellow brick road. You do realise that about half of them, uh, you know, that, uh, about half of them aren't. Uh, some, one or two are still looking too spaced out to move, uh, or maybe like too exhausted to proceed. A lot of uh, there are definitely some uh, inside the one stone building uh, with it, uh, with, uh, with 
which you can see glints of light from within and uh, presumably whatever fire is producing the smoke. Um, but a lot of them are also still clustered around this uh, rocky outcropping that they've been mining their way into. Uh, and clustered around the rocky outcropping, what, what's that like? Is there a fire on it? There's not a fire. It's kind of hard to see from the ship what it is they're clustered around. Some of them, you, you were able to see from distance that some of them were kind of listlessly trying to hit something with picks and mining tools. Is that what I saw through my spyglass? Yeah, mm. but okay. from here you're, you're going to need to get up there to mm. get to take a closer look. Uh, I can't really do anything other than what I'm doing, but they're not a mile away. So if we decide it's the best thing at any point, I could just, in inverted commas, get rid of whatever they're so obsessed with that they have to stay next to it. I could just make that not be there. I could go see what's going on. Um, yeah, it might be best to lose, actually we'll know. We'll little hut for a little while, but I can always make it when I come back. Yeah, yeah it's right that. for a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah it doesn't look like an immediately like danger situation, so I'll just go see what they're hacking at. I guess I'll uh, come up with you. There you go. I'm assuming Celestia is still like mid cast, to be honest. Like, that's yeah, what it feels like, like. This is the, yeah. Over the course of the ten minutes, this like, happens. All the starting yeah. to make their way down. Corson's yeah. uh, been at the wheel for a long time. You're not sure if he's using it to stay upright. His <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> his the knuckles are a little pale on it. Aren't yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could just be the cold. <laughs> The well, performance check to see how convincing I am for like not tired. Ooh, mm. um, it's not a one, but you know, it's mm. <laughs> it's a two there, so that's seventeen, which is not great for Celestia. If you know Celestia well, it's very obvious that she's knackered. If you don't know her, you might think she's getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, as you kind of sc- uh, uh, scamp as you sh- uh, as you stagger your way up the yellow brick road. Uh, in this case, that points yellow steps, uh, <laughs> brick steps. Uh, victory, kind of half leaning on you, half for support, half giving you support, gives you a wry look. Kind of wishing we got the uh, giant magical marquee at this point. <laughs> yeah, but also that guy was a dick. Yeah, he was. That person was an absolute <laughs> asshole, and I didn't want to take anything from them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I would have. Pride ain't that big. Uh, but, yeah. I don't think we had the energy to stop that and get people to safety, so. Yeah, getting uh, getting people to safety is the main priority. Yeah, Come on. it is. Oh, we're going to make it. One of the walls just goes, go scamp and victory! <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. You're doing so well! <laughs> like, every so often. It's just the way that she makes her face appear in the wall like that. It's awful. It's awful. But you can't tell her, because she'll make it, she'll do it more. <laughs> You're the coolest! <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's so high-pitched, but Through it is. The... <laughs> half encouraging, half aggravating. Uh, cheers, uh, tinny cheers of encouragement. Uh, Yay! <laughs> from Celestia, you managed to make your way up towards the 
uh, both the sort of forge heart, whatever it is, and the uh, uh, and the rock face. You can definitely see what the uh, dwarves are obsessing over uh, is the bright side. It appears that uh, nothing short of a boulder of some sort of brilliant, shiny, silvery material that you think is unworked mithril. Ugh. Which, honestly, like, in this form, because electrolysis has not been invented yet, uh, and this large is indeed a treasure trove. Mm-hmm. It is also frozen in, like, into the ground. Like, beyond just, like, the actual freezing, uh, it seems that enough ice and snow has, like, landed on it to have compacted it further into the ground. Uh, and the dwarves are trying to prize or crack it free, but are obviously too exhausted to ma- be making more progress than the storm is doing in sealing it shut. If it could be gotten free, is it a thing that could be transported? Or is this a, we need to persuade them to just to stop this shit situation? Uh, it could be transported. It is... It is the better part of... Like, it'd be transported great if you had a wagon. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um... Uh, but and it is in it is a single boulder effectively of mithril, so a certainly a healthy group of dwarves would be able to like you know collectively, especially if they had some sort of like lifting equip, you know, lifting aids uh, or like ropes or so on, uh, pick it up and either drag it or lift and carry it. Uh, there's enough dwarves around to do that. Um, what size category is it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, one moment. There's a spell yeah. for this, isn't there? <laughs> and I'm just going to check what the maximum... Uh, I mean, look... Mm. There's well, two I'm spells for knowing. this. There's two spells for this. Uh, I am going to say that this is huge... Yes, this is a huge boulder of mithril. Okay. One of the walls goes, throw up some sparks or some shit if you need the boulder gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, assuming you message back to Celestia that there is a boulder. <laughs> yeah, um... Oh, I, I, mean... I will amend that to the thing, because yeah. I don't know what it is. Because then the sentence yeah. still stands, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's just player knowledge getting in the way. So... Is it? Is there any rock holding it in place, or is it just snow and ice? Uh, at so this just point, snow it's ice. mostly looking like snow and ice. It looks like they've got. There might be a few bits of like it might. It's technically still in the ground, but it looks like they got most of it excavated before this basically just froze over enough that. Uh, and judging from the damage to their tools, uh, that's also uh, that's also been another factor in them not being able to get out at uh, this late stage. You really get a sense that this you know, that this dwarven expedition was just 
not quite supplied enough for where it's got to. Mm. Can I chuck a couple of firebolts at it and just see if there's, if there's any effect and whether that, like, some a, f- a bunch of firebolts would get it loose at least? Okay. Um, just as an experiment to see it. if it's got a chance. You would just blast it with a series of firebolts. Um, the answer is slightly mixed effect. Uh, you are able to crack. Uh, like you do see it melt or crack the ice in places. It freezes up almost as quickly as you can blast it, mm. but not as quickly as you can blast it. You see two ways of solving this with firebolts. Uh, finesse or, uh, or or endurance you can either use your choice of arcana nature profession mining if you if anyone has yeah. it that's all relevant mm-hmm. um, or uh, to uh, like uh or I guess architecture and engineering, if you have that. Oh wait, no, that's third edition. Uh, or some mm. equivalent to try and uh, blast the specific point, like you know, blast it at the weak points enough to try and get it loose. Or you can go at it for a sustained period um, with potentially with victory. Uh, can victory help? Uh, victory can cast uh, small bolts of lightning. Uh, instead, uh, she can do jolts, which will have some effect, but not as much. Um, and you can basically weather if if you're if you're willing to stand out there, then you can try and weather it with essentially a Constitution save. I mean, the con save is definitely a better bet for me. Yeah, and you're only on one uh, level of exhaustion so Two far. Levels. So it's not Two levels. Oh, two, okay. So you're not at the, you, you're not yet. Well, you're not at disadvantage yet. <laughs> disadvantage. Yeah. And my con save is higher than any of those skills. Hmm. Um, or I can try and persuade the fuckers to leave. Oof. Up to you. I mean, regardless, we're getting a level of exhaustion. I'm going to try just bashing it and see if I can free it up, because who knows? A giant rock and mithril might be useful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Alright, in which case, can I ask you for a constitution save, please? Are tides active? Tides are now active. (laughs) Right, so I I can use them. Oh, sorry, yes, tides will be active if you use this. Yeah, but they're available. Yeah, tides are available. I will do that, just in case. Tides are no longer available. (laughs) I can't bloody see those, are I? Durr, durr, <laughs> 17. Not oh, brilliant. I'm going to say because you like uh, the rules are the rules are slightly different for saves and checks though uh, that uh, with victory assisting you uh, and essentially trying to block like I would say victory uh, provides you some assistance um, with what does she have? Okay, with some carefully, uh, she she tells the dwarves to back away, 
and with a handful of carefully uh, positioned thunder waves, uh, actually several repeated thunder waves, <laughs> um, and uh, in, uh, as she kind of ju judges that the lightning bolt is lightning bolt is not the solution here, but repeated shockwave damage uh, might help crack it free. Uh, the pair of you are able to get the giant rock loose enough to move uh, and, and, and successfully break it free. Um, you do gain your point of exhaustion, but uh, by spending some spells, uh, Victory was able to give, essentially give, uh, assist you and give you the equivalent of a plus two. Oh. So, uh, as you uh, with the, uh, with this uh, with the with the rock now free, uh, the dwarves kind of their eyes still bleary light up and they begin gabbling to each other, grabbing ropes. Uh, I'm just going to animate tools. it. <laughs> Excellent. I start it moving, and I'll just follow. And they blink in wonder as the rock picks itself yeah. up get your friends out the houses we're going come on the uh the uh, uh okay yeah all right let's see what ha happens then uh so you you tell them to get their the friends out of the houses um the the uh, dwarves do so uh that one of them uh, staggers up to the uh, to the foundry, bangs on the door, um, and a grizzled-looking old uh, dwarf peers out uh, with slight, with kind of a soot-stained beard and slightly mad-looking eyes. You haven't uh, looked outside yet, and then that you look out, and suddenly there's this yellow brick road. And all these signs and singing and a giant mithril ball floating away down the road. That's and just on the wind, a cry of, I'm tired and don't have any more motivational phrases, but you're all doing great. <laughs> what in the flaming fuck is going on? <laughs> the dwarf slaps himself, shakes his head a bit. You can see now inside that there is like a... a, like a a working sort of uh, forge, like forge smelter and smithy, um, where they've clearly placed the last of the wood because they've been, uh, like trying to make something. Um, and the last, uh, the, the this one dwarf kind of go, uh, like looks at it and goes, "You found the mother lord then, but." Glances back for a moment at the uh, at the forge. Go, the rest of you just go. Can I leave this be? Oh no. Um, he kind of drags. Uh, he stumbles back to whatever the hell he's working on. Uh, <sighs> the rest of the dwarves at this point, honestly look between like whatever he is working on and the giant mithril boulder mm. and the road to safety <laughs> uh, 
and at this point decide yeah fuck it like it's time to go <laughs> the little phrases that are coming out of the road gradually turn from like a cute little motivational voice to Celestia just saying things like please you're all gonna die of exposure out here hurry up it's cold <laughs> like, it's just like the voice lowers to Celestia's actual voice it just gets less patient as <laughs> she gets tired um, <laughs> with you hear the sound of frenzied hammering or clanking or uh, uh, like the blaze, blaze roaring a fire but you kind of turn your backs on it and we'll just work on accompanying these <laughs> his problem if he yeah, wants to stay at this these point these mad bastards down towards the ship at this point you've got the first half of them now have now just about managed to make it uh, to the ship itself uh, when you hear a frenzied cry from above uh, from the uh, from the from the ford at last i've done it and with one last clang uh you hear something crack and the cracking spread um down the ice through the yellow brick road uh no. as the uh, as the <laughs> ground begins to sunder <laughs> with Why would he do that? Whatever the fuck. <laughs> what is he doing? There. What is wrong with this person? <laughs> um, and and as you begin uh, and you begin scrabbling as the as the hill begins, essentially the 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 half gla- the glacier that, uh, slash hill this is on begins to fall apart. One of the walls just goes. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's just like Celestia's stream of consciousness at this point. <laughs> I love it. It's horrible. <laughs> the uh, looking at what's going on around you, then. Uh, so Celestia has acted. Scamp has acted. I think Celestia is acting. Really, acting. like it's still. I yeah. feel like we're still in this ten minutes, right? Oh, you're still in this ten yeah. minutes. Although to be honest, at this stage, um, the yellow brick road is starting to lose its its value. Uh, it's like, like you're keeping it together, but uh, you are very conscious of the fact that. There's a limit to which you can disguise the increasingly growing fissures, uh, or rather, a limit to how much you want to disguise the increasingly growing fissures uh, in the land. Yeah, because I can't make new structures, so I couldn't get rid of like a giant crack. Uh, mm. And also, you can only create the illusion of new structures if a crack. Like the is... whole point is again, I can make. You can make difficult terrain into not difficult, not difficult terrain. terrain. What you can't do, like, so you can make rough, broken ground seem to be smooth. I can't get rid of a big crack that somebody. But if there's out. like, yeah, if there's a, if there's just like a five foot gap, um, you can, can I... make it look like it's not there, but the five foot gap is still there. Can I make walls around cracks? You can. Yeah, yes. I would like to make. All right, walls you start barriers. making defend like walls appear, and where you notice the cracks are, just to discourage them from. <laughs> She's like forgotten to stop the walls talking. You're just going, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Like swearing walls. Get the fuck back. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to say. Because we're just holding the ship steady. (laughs) Uh, You can. uh, uh, There is a uh, handful. uh, There are a handful of. Uh, uh, of people uh, still making their way out down, struggling after the 
uh, mithril boulder that's sort of moving with increasing urgency. Uh, and as the uh, mountain, cra- yeah, as the hill- uh, as the glacier cracks aside, uh, you can see a handful of dwarves are looking like they're going to be in positions where they either need to try and jump or they're going to fall or they need to make their way exhausted across uh, increasingly more treacherous parts. Every second is counting. Uh, At this stage, you can see that Victory is looking... Like, Victory's looking over this, and you can see her hair, like, you know, already just flailing in the wind, starting to stand on end, on end. She's definitely preparing to cast something. Um, the question is whether you, anyone else wants to try anything before she expends what is definitely going to be a high-level spell. I, I think I'm taken up. Yep, <laughs> you're taken up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm concentrating on the boulder because if I stop, the dwarves will stop for it. That's what I said. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, unless you um, like. Uh, yeah, if I've got anything that's not concentration, but I. Is anyone on anything less than three levels of exhaustion? They're not, are they? No. I think you're all on three. So the question is, do any yeah. of you want to? Do any of you want to risk a fourth? I don't really buy that while you're doing a 7th level spell you can do anything else, to be honest. No, 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 no. I don't, that doesn't feel no. true to me, particularly. Alright, that's fair enough. In- Unless there is a way I can use this spell to help, no, um, but uh, I don't think so. Um, it would be combined with some sort of check. Yeah. Uh, and it would indeed fall, but no, that's fine. In which case, Victory is going to do this. Um... As the last of the dwarves scramble, uh, it's going to be what is it? One, two, three, four, five. Uh, five of the dwarves find uh, 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 find themselves in essentially inescapable peril. One, uh, two are trapped on the far side of an increasing uh, of an increasingly widening gap. One is now uh, loses their footing, leaning uh, uh, and starts to slide down the ice. Another uh, is caught as a crack opens and starts to fall. And another, using the wall to guide him, just <laughs> falls through the wall that isn't there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> because he put is... too much weight into okay. it. Okay. They absolutely believe the wall is there and put slightly too much weight on it and would have fallen regardless. It does. I don't think that's how Mirage Arcane works. But, um. Right. By and large. Okay. I'm I'm going to point out that I'm not nullifying how your spell works. Okay. By and large. Most of the dwarves oh, I'm not, I'm not. avoid the uh, avoid the falling into the cracks because the walls are coming up, and either showing them, yeah, giving them a reason not to go that way, mm. or uh, they imagine themselves got, uh, uh, like using them for support, and that helps them gain more secure footing. God, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Right, the one dwarf who is already on increasingly just falling over icy yeah, terrain. I also like can't get rid of a crack. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. It says like the yeah. terrain remains the, terrain the remains same shape. Is. Uh, <laughs> like is leaning on the wall too heavily when the when the floor kind of disappears under him mm. and he falls through the wall. 
Yeah. Also, there'd be a level of like keeping up with cracks as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like if this loads is, are appearing. Like... Yeah, you are like fighting to maintain everything you can. Yeah. So this is. <laughs> Like, he's mostly just fallen foul the fact that you cannot literally shape terrain with this spell. You can do a lot, but, like, you know, a crack is still a crack. Regardless, uh, in this moment, five of the dwarves uh, find themselves trapped or falling uh, when Victory, uh, utterly ragged, uh, spreads, uh, raises her arms like a conductor, uh, and a uh, and just a thuddering blast uh, of uh, th- uh, of lightning and thunder crackles out of her. Uh, gusts of wind burst in every direction and uh, catch the falling dwarves. Uh, driving them up with the power of the seventh level's flight spell, mm. which can thus affect this five targets, um, and co- uh, uh, and allowing them to coast safely onto the ship. Uh, with the expenditure of the spell, she herself is able to fling herself over the um, uh, over the. Uh, 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 one of the increasingly growing cracks and stumble uh, in actually I think no uh, and and land herself on the boulder of Mithril just about hugging tight to it as it makes its way with the dwarves onto the ship victory is on four levels of exhaustion now Yay, six is death, isn't it? Yep. Crapping. Yep. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> Although five is you can't move anymore. <laughs> and four yep. is half is your maximum hit points are now halved. Wow. So that's taken victory's yeah. hit points down to half. Uh, okay. Nevertheless, with the exception of whatever mad dwarf was up there making something that caused an earthquake. <laughs> I love how all of us were just like nah, fuck that. <laughs> Leave him to it. <laughs> uh, I was half thinking maybe if we get everyone there, if there's time we'll try and do something, but no, he fucked himself. <laughs> as soon as he was like, I'm staying, we like, well, hammer. <laughs> die then. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> maybe he lived. You... I mean, maybe. <laughs> Or maybe he went I mean, what down was he making? <laughs> you mm, got to ask one of the dwarves at some point. Yeah, we're going to ask one of the dwarves. As you sail away, you catch briefly, uh, like, on the, uh, like, faintly on the wind, the sound of <laughs> mad laughter. Oh, and a bedraggled, soot-stained dwarf raising up some sort of silvery ring. God. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> Ring of Earthquake. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, whatever the hell is going on there is swallowed up by the snowstorm. Mm. You have successfully saved all the dwarves. Uh-huh. Your ship is now packed, and even more so because there is a huge boulder of mithril taking up additional space, and the dwarves are like hugging it for dear life. Mm. And they're not, because it's a giant metal boulder. 
they they do so realize that part like their clothes and their beards are sticking to it and just I give it a face. Yeah, <laughs> while you're in the, while you're in the in, in the square mile. It's got two big eyes, a little straight mouth, and little fat cheeks. It's oh, game perfect. <laughs> and yeah, the mithril vulture just goes yep. at them. I wasn't worth dying for, <laughs> it says. That <laughs> 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 no, says, fuck you all. <laughs> I can assure you. Yeah. I can do stuff where I'm standing. It gets weird. <laughs> okay. You journey on into into what may well be the final stretch with a uh, uh, as a mile up- later the sea stops saying weird things that come into Celestia's head yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, no everyone filter everyone who doesn't need to be on deck below and uh, conserve body heat huddle together for warmth says the sea <laughs> as much mm. as you can do a huddling uh, the dwarves yeah, the current, yeah, the hatch is wide enough. Obsessively bring the damn mithril uh, boulder with them. Put the fucking boulder <laughs> down, says the sea. That <laughs> might roll off into the sea. The if fuck you're not is talking. wrong with you all? <laughs> we came so far from this. Get your fucking priorities in order, <laughs> says the boulder. Yeah, <laughs> it just like things around them are just like you know when you're so tired, like you can't stop talking. Yep. It's like that. But the problem is Celestia is everywhere in a mile radius right now. <laughs> so it gets real weird. Well, you know how to store load evenly. It's not going to tip over the side. <laughs> in the distance, there, faintly, you think you can now see a column of... what feels like a column of light... Uh, outlining some distant spire uh, or structure above the twisting maze of cliffs, ice, uh, ice sheets and icebergs trapped within a furiously driving snowstorm. You find yourself you, uh, I said before, the cold was not ta- like maintaining the, like maintaining in, uh, morale, keeping people warm, and so on was not straining you. Mm-hmm. Now it will. Yeah. The cold, uh, the cold cu- uh, cuts in down to your bones. Ice, uh, snow, turns uh, in places to. Uh, to hailstones, first the size of peas and then the size of golf balls. Dagger-like shards of ice begin to strike the uh, 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 begin to strike the ship. Uh, and I'm going to say... Cousin just yells up at the sky, Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the storm weather fucking loves you or hates you. Oh, fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so the first of the threats you face is just the cold what do you yeah. want to do to mitigate it 
I am going to do the hut again and just cycle people in and out, recasting it each time. Okay. Um, I will continue, although I don't imagine it will make much of a dent, it's what I would do. I'll continue looking for the coldest people, sending them to the hut, and also the people who look slightly less cold than those people that I'm starting to worry about, I will like warm clothes up and stuff. Yeah. Basically. Or drinks, whatever helps. Okay. I'm going to say that this is make this this would make a difference, but now but the level of coal, the level of people is becoming enough of an issue that mm-hmm. you need to solve this problem either through exhausting coordination in some manner, uh, either stirring people up to keep going or to or keeping enough order to force them to uh, to uh, to rotate out because the people who are warm do not want to leave and the people who are cold are getting cold enough it's you, you're having to force them to into the warm mm. uh, or uh, you can, uh, or you can again kind of try to just endure this um i'm trying to think of 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 what fundamentally you're casting a spell and keeping it going uh scam uh i would say that i'm trying to think of this between maybe you and yeah between you and victory you could maybe try and just Actually, no, no, I'd say the, uh, yeah, it's either going to be, uh, Scamp, uh, or someone else is just going to have to stay out, uh, yeah, someone either needs to stay out in the cold, exhausting themselves by just persistently, uh, making people get into the damn uh, hearts, uh, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, or, or identify things, or this needs to be a triumph of organization. I will happily do the like bitching, persuading, um, <laughs> if that's if that's what keeps everyone alive. All right, can, can I see... assist Celestia in this? Um, this is an interesting question. Ordinarily, I'd say that an assistance uh, would use up uh, your action. Uh, I will note that because you have the thing that makes difference, uh, what I will let you do is you can roll, Corzin, you can roll your own, roll your own uh, either persuasion or if you want to just do it through orders, bar, uh, bargain orders. Intimidation. I think mine becomes intimidation. I've lost patience. Yeah. Okay. Get fucking the heart at this point. And if you hit a certain threshold, I will allow you to do. uh, I will allow it to count as aiding Celestia to counteract the disadvantage. I will roll intimidation. Wait for Corden. Thank you. Yes. Natural one, but lucky. Hey. Alright, that is a 14. Okay. Uh, and you rolled it with disadvantage? Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, which of the two is the lower? Uh, the 14 was the lower. 
Okay, that's enough to count as assisting. So you bark, like, you know, you bark your own orders, you try and muster people up. Uh, Celestia, however, is you are done with this shit, so. Yeah, lost patience. Make your intimidation roll, please. Uh, so I get, do I get a straight one? Straight one. Um, that is maths. 28. Okay. Oh. You are, uh, like, so They've been, like, real cheerful for this whole time. They've just had enough. <laughs> you get to the point where you are just grabbing people and dragging them into warmth. Mm. Uh, you, you're, tu- uh, like, you, you may not have the whip out, but they feel the tongue lashings you give them. You give, you get the vaguest hint of, like, Celestia has army training from yeah. a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, you out, you in. It gets like that, you know? Yeah. There are <laughs> sharp orders. You kind of say some, like, pretty hurtful things to the dwarves, like, uh, like obsessing over their, uh, their mithril boulder, but they work. <laughs> if you do not get away from that fucking boulder and it's going over the side with you attached to it, they, they, they seem to, like, uncertain about what fate is worse and then decide to go to leave the boulder. <laughs> In shifts. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, that is a success. You are able to uh, start bringing the... Um, a number four on the exhaustion. Oh, I yes, imagine. you're on to four points of exhaustion now. I feel the- this just might be like... A little baby, I prefer at this point. Yeah. Do I also have four um four levels of exhaustion now? No, you didn't uh, okay. I'm gonna say you can still act, but that was just to All see right. if you could make a difference. Fair. Um <clears throat> with a uh nevertheless you, you continue sailing forwards through the ice, through the snow. Um the crew are not succumbing to bitter exhaustion and exposure, but that doesn't change the difficulty of the terrain, because it turns out as you get as you be, uh, begin sailing through passageways, high cliffs of ice beside you. Like I said, some of it's ice sheet, some of it's iceberg, and you realise that the path ahead is growing narrower. And a very sort of Jason and the Argonauts crushing cliffs. Mm. Okay. Um, and so is the path behind. The iceberg to the right is starting to drift towards the ice wall to the left. Uh, magic can't go through the hut, and if I leave the hut, it breaks. What happens if I stick a hand outside? Hmm. <laughs> uh, technically. Apart from your hand very getting very cold, uh, that won't displace displace the hut. So um, I could it, so I could cast from inside the hut if as long as I'm willing to stick part of me outside it. Yes. Yeah. If this was a combat scenario, you know, someone might then try and shoot at that. But in this oh, case, yeah. your hand just gets fucking freezing. <laughs> but I could start chucking some fireballs at bits of the thing ahead to try and clear a bit of it and keep yeah. it open. You certainly can try that, yes. Uh, my question to you is, do you want to finesse this using a few fireballs and uh, and an arcana check? 
Do you want to brute force this by using a 6th level spell or higher uh, to create some sort of mega fireball uh, to, to blast a path clear? Or do you want to throw magic at this by spending a total of 18 levels worth of fireballs? Jesus. Mm. Please, that's that's. Pause for maths. It's a pause for maths. Mm-hmm. Maths, maths pause. 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 Literally going to get a calculator out because well, I, I literally give. just did a calculator to divide seventy-eight by two, um, yeah. so like no one's judging. I will say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't give us some decent bow guns right now. I wouldn't so, mind a bow gun, but pointed at that guy who won't get out of the fucking hut. <laughs> gets a look. He moves. <laughs> because I got a 28, so yeah. he fucking moves. <laughs> Frantically panics, scrambles out, makes his way straight back to the mithril boulder. You there, get out of the damn hut before I cut your balls off before they freeze off. <laughs> You get in the bloody hut. You look freezing. Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, so that's four, ten. So very many. I can maths. do it. I'm going to use all my spells, but I can oh, do not all of them. I'll hold on to my seventh, my eighth. I will use okay. three level three spells to so that's nine levels worth. Of, yep. Then I will burn two second level spells and two first level spells to get ten <laughs> sorcery points, which I will then turn into oh, two yes. third level spells, which I will then cast again for a total of fifteen <laughs> levels worth of points. Uh, and then I will burn five of my normal sorcery points, but I just have some still, to get another third level <laughs> and do another three levels, totaling 18 levels of spells okay. and six fireballs. Pause um, for applause. I now yeah. have nothing well under a six, but I yeah. do have <laughs> half my sorcery points back still, so I could turn them back into a spell. As With... Is this perhaps a significant action? Would we say? I would say this is indeed a <laughs> did a significant action. Fucking hell, let alone scan. I did maths. Okay, this takes you to... Uh, I think you were... Uh, Victory's the only one who went to fourth before, so this takes you to four levels of exhaustion now, scam. Um, yep. As with a final... Uh, as you... Uh, as you st- like put pl- take it, uh, put your hands out, step to the edge of the of the glowing heart, kind of peer and just as the ship is sort of like gunning it forwards, uh, start launching fireballs at ahead of the ship, um, breaking, uh, smashing into the um, into the into the iceberg. It break. It causes a portion of the iceberg to shatter and slink into, uh, uh, and fall into the sea, widening it. You d- you blast another, widening the path a- ahead again, again, pew, again. Pew, pew. Um, 
shattering uh, and sending and creating a wide enough gap that the uh, that the Kraken's bane is going to make it. Uh, not the It's not the Kraken's It's not the Kraken. We, we don't know what the ship. name of this ship yeah, is. What is it called? Stardust. Does it have a name? Admiral Stardust. Stardust. I named it because you let me do a sending at the beginning of this. Looks like it is going to make it. Um, with one fight, as you make, and you can see as you. Uh, as you sail up through this uh, through this channel, the iceberg starts crashing into the wall behind you. But because Scamp has been blasting paths open up ahead, uh, it's like it crashes. Uh, it crashes the back, and then and then the cr- the walls crunching together seem to be chasing. The good ship Stardust <laughs> getting closer and closer, um, but it looks. But you're going to make it. The winds are still with you. You're uh, you're approaching the end of the tunnel uh, 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 of this passageway as it widens up. When with a crack and a, 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 a with a thunderous crack, lightning strikes the uh, uh, the iceberg. Uh, wall up ahead, and you see a massive shelf of ice uh, starting to fall down into the path. You might be able to sail past it if you're quick enough. Okay. Unless you could, unless you could think of a way to stop uh, the the basically iceberg falling from above. Uh, so. How do you want to? How do you want to get through this? Mm. How big is this piece of ice that's falling? Oh, it's about the size of the ship. Right. Okay. Uh... Maybe a little bigger. Certainly We're gonna have to try and maneuver around props. it. I think. I don't think I have anything big enough. To be honest, destructive yeah. waves like a 30, 30 foot radius. Storage I mean, it. I do, but it is gonna be five point five levels of exhaustion. Yeah. Um, would really good sailing work? How many? Uh, how many really levels? Good is sailing. If you can really, if you can sail really fucking well, you might yeah. be able to get out of the canyon, uh, out of out of this uh, just, uh, this crass just before. We're basically going to have to thread the needle, I think. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if we can, like, afford to take one of us to four rather than one of us to five, that'd be the way to yeah. do this, yeah. wouldn't it? Because right. uh, you actually, have more do. inspiration. If we need actually, it. Because at this point is going to um, yeah. take the handful of uh, coffee beans. <laughs> Fair. Ooh. Yeah, which means that you are making this, uh, you're effectively making this at two levels of exhaustion instead yep. of three. Which isn't going to change your check. Does that do anything? No, because it's not an attack or a save, is it? Uh, well, it's um. Yeah, it's be a sailoring check. It's still checks. But I will oh, say that the for the purposes of this, you know, I'm gonna say because you're taking a, yeah, this is gonna shoot you down to fifth uh, afterwards. I'm gonna say the use of ex- I'm gonna count the use of exhaustion as giving you advantage, like you know. Yeah. For this, for the purposes of this, yeah. okay. <laughs> the, the coffee. I'll, I'll say the coffee gives you an advantage. You're just going to pay for it later. 
Cool. All right. Yeah. Sailoring then. If this doesn't work, I can reverse gravity on the bit of air where it is falling, and it will just go back up until we go past. But that is gonna be a big spell. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not if we can avoid it. All right. Let's try this. Um, I will give you. Can I give him inspiration? You can. Is that allowed? Is that not is an extra yeah. thing? Um. Yeah. I go. Do you have any left? <laughs> I go, either the captain threads the needle or we're all fucking smushed. I just, of course, it's like a desperate look. And somehow that's inspiration. Excellent. Okay, here we go. Just run out of positive. Certainly incentive. <laughs> all right. Um, that's not terrible, but I am going to use the inspiration because I don't want to take any chances. Oh, yes. Okay. That is a 30. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You, like, bark, finding, like, crunching down the coffee beans. Cradle the inspiration there. (laughs) With the, just the sudden burst of of desperate energy and adrenaline that the situation, the look in Celestia's eyes, the caffeine. uh, Come on, you (laughs) bastard. You, like, you manage to whip the crew uh, into shape just long enough. Like, you run over, you grab sails, uh, you know, uh, ropes yourself for help, uh, just things. I'm going to say, you just take over the helm for a moment, and you manage to steer the ship through as the iceberg is coming down, and it misses the ship. Uh, It misses the aft of the ship by... Well, not a hair on your head's breadth, but probably like a hair is in the small jumping animal's breadth. Okay, um... (laughs) As it splashes down uh, behind him, Corson is going to look over his shoulder and go, Horseshoes and hand grenades! (laughs) And keep on going. Uh, You, again, ride the wave. Uh, It's not the only thing that explodes. Scam roll 2D100s. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Eighty. Okay. And ninety-two. I mean, oh, very high. Yeah. Um. A moment of cheer or a moment of grace. Take your pick. Hoo-hoo. Um. Let's say a moment of grace, just in case. Okay. Mm-hmm. You feel. A familiar sort of thrumming, like sensation of vitality, fill your body, um, but no other immediate effect. You, uh, uh, you, as the wa- final wave carries you forwards, in t- uh, you find yourselves piercing the heart of the storm. The curtains of eternal white blizzard give way to a clear open plain ice all around and just almost solid seeming walls of snowstorm in every direction and above a clear blue sky Up ahead of you, 
um, beside a series of stone piers and platforms. Looking a little weather-worn, but, but certainly in good enough shape. You can see there is a well-built stone tower of kind of a familiar design. It reminds you a little bit of all of some of the older Sulian architecture you've okay. seen. Or maybe a bit of, uh, of some of the towers you saw back uh, in Bright Hall, or even in Wendy. The ship floats serenely towards the dock. And it takes you a moment as you, as, you, as the one, two, three, four, five minus pets uh, mm -hmm. of you stare up at the sky and then the tower to realize that the ship is silent. What? I literally go and have a look over the side to see if the water's still moving. The water's still moving. Like, there's the gentle lapping of waves. Um, though it's way less, like, dramatic than it should be given the, you know, storm outside. Mm. It's more like a gentle uh, lapping. Um, but much more immediate... Uh, an appearance you suddenly realize is the complete absence of your crew the survivors uh, basically everyone what about the mithril boulder <laughs> I'm going to say the mithril boulder still there <laughs> oh, okay those dwarves um, are going to be pissed everyone except the grizzled-looking halfling helmsman. Yeah. Still got a hand on the tiller. Where's everyone gone? Features shift a little as he speaks. I. In a sense, they were never here. In another sense, they were. I'm not so cruel as to use living people in my tests. That's a nice change. Mm. Nice to meet you. The sea. Aye. Oceanos, so they tell me. Oceanos, the, good name. The sea. I was the sorcerer of passion, hmm. of justice. We know a justice. Pleased <laughs> to meet you. Um, Are you going to sweep us off the ship if we just, like, if have a little sit while we talk? Not at all. Great. You have earned your rest. There's Yay. something, as the features change and shift a little, just enough, uh, Instead of the sailor's outfit, instead of the kind of ragged sailor's gear he's wearing before, you see an, a still a halfling in his maybe late nineties, early hundreds. Okay. So getting on a bit, mm -hmm. but 
still with uh, still with strength and vitality to him um, with graying hair and sort of uh, graying hair and gray eyes and the uniform of a time before uniforms chainmail and an old tunic worn uh, with the comfort of someone who's worn them for decades is used to the weight and feel of them even at rest which honestly isn't something you would normally you should normally do unless you're someone who campaigns a lot hmm um, and if so, stretch. Very important lesson. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this is a figure that two of you have seen before with your own eyes. And one of you and, uh, and Corzin, you faintly recognize from ancient, from like old pictures and tapestries, though the features are a little different. Hmm. This is Petrolier. Oh, wow. He doesn't look at you with any sense of recognition, but through different scenarios, you, you have seen him before. So. He looks at Scamp and Victory. Oh, I've got... Bad news and good news. He looks to Scamp first. I like you. And you certainly have the right instincts. All of you do. But the flavour of your magic is not mine. Nah, I didn't think so. The, there is, yours isn't a type I entirely recognize. You remind, well, not exactly me, but you'd have remind, but I think you would have reminded one of the me's that came after this me of a friend of theirs. I don't know if you've met the Reaper of Time yet. Yeah. Just... Who, who is he speaking to at this point? Uh, Scamp. Right. Mm. Huh. You're not quite there, but there's... I don't know, there's something that resonates a little. Oh, Maybe it's in the attitude. Or the nature, or... It's a path I see in you. I see that as a path you could take or could have taken. But you're not. You're not them. And you're not me. What I will say, though, is you're the kind of sorcerer that I would have been proud to travel with. Thank you. It's always a struggle. 
Always a balance. Trying to preserve enough of yourself to make a difference. And we don't always make it through. We don't always have enough to give. And sooner or later, we do hit the point where there is little more. Victory pipes up. Yeah, but is that, an, is that a good enough excuse? Because the point is, we can do more. We can do so much more. And if we don't, who will? Now you, you remind me of me. <laughs> I very nearly thought you were me. There's something in you that, in the magic, definitely, the feel of it, the style of it, you're very nearly, it's very nearly the same as mine. There is something of the sea about you. And I think that maybe we may be made of the same stuff. What do you mean? We're made, f made of passion, but made of a drive to see things right, no matter the cost. Hmm. I'm a fighter. I try not to be. But every life that's made it here, I fought. Because there were always causes worth fighting for. There were always <laughs> monsters to slay and wrongs to right. And I don't mean in the way that the fucking Dawn one does. I mean... There's always a Kate, there was always something where if I didn't act, who is going to? I know exactly what you mean. Well, no, it's a heavy fucking burden to bear. But that you have the strength to bear it. That you don't need to bear it alone. Even if, in time, you may find that you do. To be the storm is to stand through all adversity. To fight against what should not be. And to weather. Because it will cost. It will cost so much, but you can't turn away from it. <laughs> I suppose not. Not without. Not while I'm me. You were forged of justice. Some would call, some would say we stray into vengeance almost without such as the passion that we have. But you were forged of the same stuff as me. But I know you're not me. 
and if I could leave this place, I'd be very excited to see what sort of legend you forge. Just make sure it's the right one for the right cause. Oh, don't worry. I've got a cause. Good on you. So, first things first. The boat sort of gently rocks a little as it makes contact with the uh, with the shore, and Petrolaire walks over to the um, gangplank, picks it up and sort of uh, picks it up himself, and uh, sort of lowers it down. So it'll hit the pier. I imagine you're all fucking exhausted. Yeah. Just a yeah, bit. just a little bit. Yep. Oh, so it's causing. Oh, you, my son, are gonna drop in a, uh, any minute. As soon as, soon as the, uh, uh, soon as the adrenaline wears. <laughs> sorry. Soon as the, uh, soon as the uh, fight wears off, you. So you'll be glad to know that the tower does have some very relaxing baths. They are warm. I maybe love you. Um, <laughs> I know we've just met, but yeah, it's happened. And it looks like all of you can do a bit of magic. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like like including Shanty? <laughs> uh, Lisa, Shanty. Uh... Can you do magic? <laughs> Roll for Shanty's skills. I love this. I love this as a thing that we do. <laughs> I mean, I I remember learning like the fundamentals. Certainly, amazing. Like, you know, I, I definitely <laughs> feel like I could. You know, I don't know. I, I don't have any tools or materials, but you know, maybe I could do some. You know, do a spot of wizardry. <laughs> Oh, we've still got a phone, darling. Um, That's actually a good point. Maybe I could use the phone. Yeah, we want to borrow. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, <laughs> phone usage apparently has wizard uh, has fucking decent rolled an eighteen uh, <laughs> wizard aptitude. I'm going to say may be able to cast through spec through phone. Uh, <laughs> so we'll look at that uh, later. Yeah. Might not be charged or whatever, but it's up to you. <laughs> right, I'm not entirely sure um, how I can do what I can do with with that. He looks at the phone a little bit. <laughs> oh, I don't understand either, darling. Don't worry. Um, he doesn't seem to perceive your spirit. Well, does he? Does he? Does he? Does he? No. Uh, he doesn't perceive your spirit. He doesn't perceive your spirits. Um, mm-hmm. uh, at least doesn't appear to. He says, "I mean, I've literally seen the pair of you cast casting spells this whole time." So, hey, probably, see, yeah, tired. And from mm. the looks of you, neither of you is a wizard. So I assume you've g- that either you're clerics or you've got your own arrangement uh, with the spirits. I'm not. A, I'm a. I'm a rebel cleric. I don't know. I'm not a cleric. 
I've journeyed with people like you before. So, there might still be something I can do. Come on. The... I think for the pair of you, it'll have to be a... It'll have to be a draft you'll need to drink that might do something helpful for how your spirits interpret things. Cracking. The pair of you... I think I can teach a spell. Ooh. At least a way to shape your magic. We'll have... It'll take a little while, but I uh, thoroughly encourage you to spend certainly at least the next eight hours, and honestly, uh, you can stay a little bit longer than that in the tower before you make your way on. Mm. And we'll go over how to teach you. And I'll go over teaching the pair of you, make you two uh, something up that you can drink that might help your spirits do this. And I'm going to teach you part of my magic. No offence, but I think I've, I've got a fair bit with storms I can do. I mean, you know, not the level I can just control the storm. That sure would be useful. Uh, <laughs> you'll find that sort of thing in time. Don't worry. No, this is something that took a bit of finesse. Like I said, you don't need to take your journey alone. But along the way, sometimes the people who travelled with you, well, they won't manage to weather the storm. He looks back at the wall of... Um, as you step, as you begin staggering your way uh, away from the ship, uh, <laughs> away from that ship and towards the uh, tower, he, he looks back and says, "Everyone you met out there is someone I knew or met and got to know enough to remember." I did wonder when you said they weren't real, but... <laughs> For a time, then, I can teach you ways to give memory form. Someone or someones will need to it depends on what uh, versions you, what style of this particular spell you want to master, but a way to bring some uh, some aid back from the past at a time you need it. Won't last forever. My only last a short time. But someone as you remember them to stand by your side. Now let's get you some baths and into the warm. 
Yes, please. Yes. Are our spirits looking as knackered as we are? They're looking a little threadbare, a little bit. Rainbow um, Spirit is around Celestia like a blanket, as though yeah. it's going to help. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, um, I think the the, um, the octopus would be like giving cause in a slight back rub. Yeah. <laughs> a little thin and weedy in places. Eight-limbed back rub. Ooh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be nearly as good as Sam's shoulder massages, but not quite. Yeah, <laughs> nothing quite reaches that level. He's really extra good. Phenomenal. <laughs> like, like a magical octopus. Like there's that whole massage like thing with like cupping with these like vacuum cups. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. Oh, which sounds awful, but apparently is very nice. Oh, it sounds like awful and great at the same time to me. I don't know. Mm. Very mixed feelings about it. <laughs> Regardless, however, as you make stumble into the tower in search of promised heat and rest. We're going to pick up there with any parting words for the storm and your journey on to the next part of the Cirrus Citadel next time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. We're bitter worn from being tossed on tempest waves to save the lost. But having made safe port at last, for regent's sake I need a bath. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.